Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've caught me doing. You look nervous. I'm in a glass case of emotion! Slowly let go of me, I think you're brutal my neck me. That is why the warriors have come! I'll be back to have vengeance! Throw me a freaking bone here! The martini, shaken, not stirred. Hello, kiddies! You may have and ready. In the red corner, standing six foot two inches tall, weighing in at 245 pounds, is the Eclectic Collective! Welcome back, family. We are the Eclectic Collective. I'm Matt. I'm, I'm Ryan. And everybody here is confused and friends forgetting their names. I'm Brian. I'm Micah. I'm Jim. We are just not on it today. No, no. we're not. Did you forget well, your name? That, that's, <laughs> no, we're even on camera right out. now, and these look, guys look, don't look, know their okay. names right now. <laughs> look, let's start this again. I am Matt. I'm Micah. My. I'm Brian. I'm Ryan. I'm Jim. And, and we have a, a good buddy with us. <coughs> Brian. Yeah! Hey. He remembers his name. We Sleep for, deprivation. We got our names right now. <laughs> Yay. We are recording at the first annual Columbia Comic Book and Toy Convention. Uh, we are excited to be in our element. We are surrounded by... Co- Comics and toys and, and all kinds of stuff. Everything. Man. We are on high. You know, I, I, I had I said I as soon as I came in here, I cannot spend money. <laughs> which will probably be broken. Which we all have a bet that will not last at yes, all. I cannot spend money here. <laughs> I got dibs on three Star Wars figures and a comic book by the end of the day. <laughs> and I'm like eyeballing comic books <laughs> yeah. like right over there. We have some right behind us and he's staring at them now. We have some amazing vendors here. Epic City Comics is here. Star base uh there's amazing adam buttries here yes, we hope he is. We'll, amazing yeah, we'll artist. get to interview we'll get him, him here in a bit uh we got some amazing guests we would like to uh interview hopefully we'll, they'll have time to join us uh first we're gonna uh just jump in and talk about conventions in general our experiences uh, we have a newbie in the house here. You know, surprisingly, Jim has yeah, never I'm been a, to a convention. I'm a convention noob, man. Uh, it's uh, I, I'm really looking forward to it. It's just I've I've really wanted to go to conventions um, a lot, but it's just never worked out to where timing and money and everything presented yeah. itself. So um, and uh, but now that we you know we're getting into this and we're starting this convention tour. I'm really getting excited. Um, yeah. I mean, this right here, just just looking at this, um, is really getting me. Uh, I got the fever, and, yes. and the only prescription, prescription is more conventions. More conventions, and you're going to interview David, the creator of this. Absolutely, David later. Potts. We're, we're going to bring him on and talk. He's the uh, organizer of this, and uh, he runs. Uh, he's got a shop called uh, Comic Book Emporium, and we're going to talk to him about how this convention came about yeah. in his shop. So. Yes, and uh, our next convention is going to be with Michael Havens in the 
ICCCon. Uh, that, that'll be taking place in Franklin, I think. Yeah, I believe um, so. September 13th, 14th, and 15th, I think. Yes, and uh, last year I heard was very successful. It was probably one of the biggest up there. Yeah. Uh, Michael Havens knows his stuff. Andy's a humongous Star Wars uh, fan, which, you know, bolts well for this crew. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. But uh, any convent like, let's talk about any conventions we have been to. I know that on this side of the table, there have been many conventions that oh, have been yeah. joined. So talk to us. Y'all went to Celebration yes. before. So talk to us about Celebration. What was that like? I'm, I'm not going to lie to you, man. Celebration was the biggest convention I've been. And me and Ryan have gone to Lexicon yeah. for many, many years. At, at that point, Lexicon was the biggest and it is still pretty huge for Kentucky. If you've not been to that one, if you want to like, if you want to ease into the big, bigger convention, yeah, that would be a good one because it's not too overwhelming. Right, celebration. I will admit, man, I huge Star Wars <laughs> fan. I walked yeah. in and I was completely overwhelmed. Sensory oh, wow. overload. Like <laughs> thousands upon thousands. Like we got there super early. Super early. And yeah. you we don't still say. were like two thousand in line. Oh wow. Or something yeah. crazy to get in this yeah. place. That's and, crazy. Uh, but that's that's not even the half of it. That's just to get into the con. And then you have to get in these lines. Uh, to get tickets yeah. to see panels or to yeah. buy exclusive toys. I think the exclusive toy that yeah. year was the uh, Luke, Luke X-Wing. Yeah. Well, what yeah. was funny about that, too, because they went all the whole time, and I only went oh, yeah. Sunday. And hey, I tried to get you to I know, the whole I know, time. I tried, and it was awesome. <laughs> even the last day was awesome, because even though Mark Hamrell, Mark Hamrell uh, you know, the whole Hamrell? time of Mark Hamrell, Mark Hamrell, Hamrell. Mark Hamill was awesome, even though he had lost his voice hosting pretty much yes. every show that yeah. day, which kind of killed me because he was going to do some of his Joker, Joker. voice, and he right. couldn't do it. But even though watching him, and uh, that whole experience was amazing, but I will say it was hilarious. Just the last day, we're talking the last day of the Comic-Con, and I'm up there with him. I mean, what we got there at what, 4 o'clock in the morning? You got the line to get in, which yeah. was like this. Right. And then we get in, and then there's the line like this just to get into his panel. Well, okay. you, know, you know what's funny is me and Micah, in, on the first night, we ended up on the wrong side of the building. Oh, and wow. there was nobody there. Nobody. Me and Micah we literally thought we were, thought we were the line. first two. Oh, we thought wow. we were first in line. We're oh, no. like, yes, we're getting in. And then the guy, some guy walks out yeah. and he's like, um, that way. on the other side. Other side. And we get over there and, and there's 10, like trillion 10 trillion people trillion. waiting oh, in line. No. We had a huge wake-up call oh, that morning. Dude. It was, that's it was awful. No was that the first day that I dropped y'all off? That was yeah. the first day. Oh, that's that was yeah, because we were on the wrong side. <laughs> but what threw us off was the panel. Yeah, the yeah. celebration, the 40th anniversary panel right. was, was right on there. the wrong side that we yeah. were dropped off at. Oh. So that's what threw us off. Yeah, uh, and then we had to go on the other side where the line was and. And there we was no like, panel over there. We were there. like, right. oh, we're the only the thousandth person <laughs> in line now. And this is at four in the morning. Right. Like, we thought, dude, we're, we got up at three, yes. got there, and we're like, Matt and I are like, dude, first in line. And then the guy's like, no, the line's actually over there. Uh, and then we oh, walk no. up, and dude, there's like thousands. Dude, 6,000th <laughs> in line. And we're like, but the thing is about celebration is, is you get to see vendors yeah. that you don't get to see, like, at. Not even at like Lexicon. <coughs> right. You get to see big time like American Tourister. Is it Tourister? The luggage company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. American Tourister. They come 
and they they show off their <clears throat> new exclusive Star Wars luggage. Oh wow! Because they have Which looks the, amazing. They have the Disney exclusive contract, I guess, uh, you for know, doing to, their luggage, doing luggage, <clears throat> yeah. and they uh, they brought out something that I obsessed over was those uh, a droid. They were hard shell luggage yeah. backpacks. Okay. And okay, so they were presented at celebration. Okay. But they didn't go to on sale to the public till two years later. Oh wow. So I just got the R two one. Yeah. And yeah. it just came to public like four months ago. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> but it was there. presented at that celebration. Right, right. And a lot of people cause and I didn't get to see them at the celebration. We were on our way home and two people had the BB eight and the R two in line, and I asked them where they got it, and they said they got them at Celebration, and I was, and then I researched it, and I was like, man, so I might not ever yeah. get one, but two years later, here they come to the public. So you get stuff like that. You get stuff that's presented two years before it'll even come out to right. the public. It's so crazy. So uh, you know, you get stuff like that at huge cons. Now, I have not been the hu- the biggest uh, like regular convention like New York Comic Con or Salt yeah. Lake City that's that's more of these two like I haven't been the biggest no, I've been no. is Celebration I think I'm the only one who's been yep. to New York New York yeah and I can tell you right now New York is awesome <laughs> <laughs> I hope one day that we get to do this yeah. in New York City because I can tell you right now it's <clears throat> other than other than so what separates it from like uh, if we went to Lexicon or Wizard World um Okay. Everything of, by about 10? Yeah. I was about to say, think <laughs> of what you saw at Celebration and just magnify it by like 100. We need some more detail, though, because like <coughs> Jimmy has never been to a convention. Okay, so. Jimmy. Yes. Have yes. you ever been to a parade? Yes. Imagine, many, many parades. Okay, imagine putting that parade, imagine putting that parade yeah. inside a building. Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> to get across the show floor, one time me and Todd, he's the guy I go mm-hmm. with a lot. <clears throat> Excuse me. We, we we were across the show floor. I was on one side of the show floor, and he's on the other. And he's like, hey, I got you a poster. Come on. And so I'm like, I'm on my way. It took me 20 minutes to get across the show floor. Oh, my gosh. Because I had to stop because people were taking pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Crowd <clears throat> crowd yeah, control. Man. I mean, it's just nuts, nuts dude. It's just Funny straight, story, though. We, nuts. One, two years ago, I actually bought tickets to New York Comic Con for us to go. <laughs> Literally, after I buy the tickets, mom calls and says, hey, we're going to go up to... Uh, Gatlinburg do a family thing and I'm like come on (laughs) so we never went (laughs) yeah but you remember we were looking at hotel prices oh man that was a thing too for like two days it was like two thousand dollars a night no 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 no, just for two days days. so a thousand thousand dollars a night night. yeah that's ridiculous Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints I know yeah so we were like how about no that was that was like for hotels that were two miles or three miles from no no we even looked we even no but we even looked for there was a hotel Hotel in Jersey, Jersey, I right by the airport. The, yeah, yeah, because that, yeah. that's where anytime I ever did business in New York, I would always fly in Newark and and just do the train, the transit into New York. Yeah, right. And uh, that we, I looked right there at that cluster. Even those were several <laughs> hundred dollars a night. I mean, five, six hundred bucks a night. That's crazy. That that's awesome. Crazy. Yeah, the with the with sell with cons like that, the biggest thing you probably get are uh, major brand like Marvel DC 
they they come and like present new like especially at New York. Right. New York's probably like the would you say New York's <laughs> probably like the mini San Diego? Like um, you get you, San, you don't get the full San Diego. San Diego is like experience. the con, right? Yeah, it's still the premier con. Right. Yeah, in probably the world. I would yeah, say no. I would say New York is <clears throat> okay. I would say New York can compete with San Diego. I would think of okay. San Diego is the TV of con or uh, excuse me, the movie of cons. You go to San Diego, you're going to see all your movie premieres, your Avengers, yeah. your mm-hmm. um, Star Wars, mm-hmm. things like yeah. that. Uh, New York, you're gonna get your your TV. Oh, you're getting okay. Daredevil premiere. You're getting um, nice. <clears throat> you get some movies like we got John Wick two, John Wick gotcha. three, okay, um, Doctor Who, um, things like that. It's more of TV. Gotcha. Walking okay. Dead. So it stands Outlander. next to it, but it okay. just does. It's a different outlet for different things. Yeah, they it, could it, possibly. They're stand very, they're very, very, very similar. I've never been to San Diego. I've just heard that. I'm yeah. to go. If anybody wants to take us to San Diego, we'd be happy to go. <laughs> I would love to go. Um, but you there. also get, uh, you also, you also get to see traditional uh, comic vendors that have been a yes. part of San Diego since the True. beginning, yes. like right. like Mile High. The, I can't remember the guy who created Mile High Comics, but he he has been at San Diego since they were in rooms smaller than this. Right. And, right. Uh, you know, you, you get to... There's probably more history associated with San Diego than probably any other con that has survived. You know, there's yeah. many cons. Like I mean, like... I don't think is Wizard World still around? They like are. They are. are. Yeah. So not, they'll not, be gone. Yeah. They'll be gone soon. Yeah. So that'll be you know, one funny, of the books. Funny story about Wizard World. Um, hold on here. Haha. <laughs> Work for me. Um, funny thing about Wizard World is is C two E two in uh, they tried to Wizard World and mm-hmm. uh, Repop. Wizard World used to have Marvel license. Yes. And so when the license was going up. Um, Repop went to Wizard World and was like, "Hey, or Wizard World, excuse me, went to Repop and was like, "Hey, let's let's team up here because Repop wasn't big. They were yeah. only doing New York, yeah. and they just started C2E2. Okay. And Repop was like, "Hold on, I had to spot the Marvel rights. Sorry, we're gonna do our own." Yeah. Oh wow! <laughs> and Wizard World was like, "Uh, uh okay." We're, wow. we're done and Wizard World is done now wow. that's why they don't get as many Marvel guests as yeah. they used to and Marvel Man. was their and bread and butter they've wow. cut their con size in uh, like less than half now the l- very 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 last Wizard yeah. World that was here I mean I remember the first one we went to and it had Stan Lee and all that there right. it was huge. huge and then the last time we went I mean yeah it was still last two times yeah, last two times we went yeah it was still they you know somewhat down. but they man they cut that thing in half if not less I'd say quarter yeah, yeah that's what i was thinking yeah, maybe a quarter was, of the yeah, size because it, it was disappointing and even there when when it got to the point where even their panels were held in the same room in yeah. a tiny little panel spot right i'm like you just killed yourself the separate rooms for the panels gave it that extra edge and you just killed it by just shoving it in a corner didn't you did not like that yeah you know guys speaking of we're at columbia comic-con expo <clears throat> it's columbia open tennessee in at columbia, the armory tennessee, that is right it's open 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Come down, see us. You can get on our podcast, and there's good a merch. lot of good vendors. Come talk to here. us. We've got some really cool stuff. We got lots of people going around. We're gonna have Absolutely. some great interviews. Actually, I see Actually, a couple fans. Right hey, here. 
Hey, you want to put on some earphones and answer answer a couple questions for us? We're just talking about cons. We're just talking about the conventions. <laughs> there we go. There we go. There we go. We got our first victim. victim. We got our first victim. First victim. Well, hello. Tell us How's your name, man. My name's Ryan. 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 Are you a big convention goer? Uh, I've been to a Joe Con. We're going to Joe Fest this year. Oh, awesome. GI Joe fans! Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's new. I, I tell you, I'm I'm a huge Joe fan. Snake Eyes is one of my you know favorite characters. So, uh, do you have a holy grail of GI Joe toy that you've been looking for in conventions? Oh man, I used to love Joes. Oh man, uh, I'm mostly eighty two to eighty five, and I've got most. Everything I'm kind of army building now. Nice. Oh, nice! Awesome. And you're passing it on to your yeah. son here. <laughs> he gets to play with it, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Hey, nice. you should feel lucky because a lot of dads won't let them play with their GI Joe. <laughs> yeah. Hey, and I'm one. I don't have Joes, but I have Star Wars, and my son's not allowed to even breathe near him. So yeah. consider yourself lucky. That's awesome. What's the biggest con- uh, convention that you've been to? JoeCon. JoeCon. Joe Where is that held? That well, it's changes but uh i went to the 2005 that was in uh minneapolis minnesota okay i'm, I'm curious what so you grew up with gi joe is that how oh you, yeah or did it stem nice. from i was someone else five years old in 82 when it started awesome so i hit it pretty That's good awesome. yeah right in it and it's yeah <laughs> yeah and uh, do you like little uh like beginning cons like columbia here as it gets yeah, bigger and neat. bigger yeah um I already picked up a couple of Joes I was looking for. Nice. nice. Score. I always love it when you go to a, a con like this yes, and they just nice got that one thing that you need. Yes. Man. Just got that like, all right, I've been looking for that. And yeah. Not at deep, eBay prices. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yes. The ultimate. Yes. <laughs> exactly. uh, we're like that with comic books. If we find a like a grail. Yes. yes. It's just so awesome. Well, Joe, is it? It was Ryan. 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 Where did yeah. I get Joe? He's yeah. talking, yeah. talking about Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. see, that's where my mind goes. Sorry, Ryan. Thank you for joining us yeah. and putting on the and you know being brave for us. We're you know we're live right now. So <laughs> we, if uh, you want to look for us, we're on the eclecticcollective.com. Cool. You can find us on any of the podcast servers and go around and share with all your friends that you were on our show, man. All thank right. you so hey, much. Before for joining you go, us. I noticed you had you were U.S. Marine, right? Thank, thank you for your service. Yes. Thank you for your service. Glad to do it. We you know what? You get a free ticket. You get a free ticket. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, we got a little a drawing, drawing here uh, to win some uh, pops and a cup of Captain Marvel. Uh, we'll uh, have a draw, uh, drawing here in a couple hours. Yep. Uh, please stick around for that. It's all free. And thank you for your oh. service, man. Sure. Yeah, thank we you. appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Thank you. So we got Joe fans in the house. I know, right? Joe that's awesome. Fans. Like, it, that's... Uh, that, I gotta say that's uncommon. Yeah, I've never heard of a joke con. I think there's a con for everything. A con for everything. You know what? Okay, I, I'm I'm gonna be a a little bit blasphemous for right, right now. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! I am Star Wars. Oh, are you gonna start talking about Ben Affleck Batman? No, 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 no. Hey, but Ben, I, hey, Batfleck forever. I'm a Batman. Okay, no, you're not. You're, let me, you're let, Pattinson. But no, that's not where I was going. That's not where I was going. <laughs> let me get in on this. Let me let me tell you let me say something real quick. <laughs> oh boy, open Pandora's box. Oh, oh you, right. you sure did. All right. Reel it in though. He's having, I, to, he's having well, to breathe. I'm having to he breathe. Says this. Do yeah. you know this? Yeah. I will d- I would take back I would pay to take back Ben Affleck right now. And you know what how Over- I feel <laughs> about Ben Affleck. I would yeah. pay to take him back over Robert Pattinson. Pattinson. I'm Glittery okay. So, um uh, we just we for me, Batman just went from uh to 
Oh God. Okay, so <laughs> Batman not, that sparkles. Yes, that's not where I, that's not where I was going. But since it's brought up, I'm not sold on Pattinson at all. No. I, I think DC no. is now trying to ruin, ruin itself. All DC <laughs> is yeah. the Titanic. All fans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> DC is the Titanic. Yes. But I heard that the directors want to go to the Batman Year One story. And bat- I don't know if you know anything about the Batman Year One story, mm. but that is some of the best comics of the Batman series. And uh, they're going to waste it on Robert Pattinson. Well, you know, it. Ju- it I mean, could work. It could work. I mean, because he does have the kid face. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they'll do it, but uh, you know, in Batman Year One, he screws up a lot, mm-hmm. and you never see Batman screw up. You know, usually yeah. that big. He, you know, this is where he's learning. Uh, Batman Year One is where he goes and learns the samurai stuff. That'd be really cool to see. Brian. Um, you know, all those like uh, patiences and everything that Batman has to become the Batman. Yeah. Who knows if he grows as that character? Okay. Uh, we know I'm not on the. I'm not on the Twilight <laughs> Batman. This yet, time next year, Pattinson's gonna be Jim's favorite Batman. I'm telling <laughs> yes, you right now. No, yeah. he won't. No, yes, he, won't. he will. No, it's he coming. Won't. Well, no, the thing won't. is, too, they could look at it a completely different way. They could go Bruce Wayne. Yeah. They could just do Bruce Wayne training, not even do Batman yet. That's no, true. I would be all true. about. No. That. <laughs> no, 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 hey, no. I no. want Batman. I would be all about it. <laughs> well, see, I would like to see that build up. Yes. From the start. no, yes, no, no, no. If you no, have a, no. you have a no, trilogy, no, no, not, no, not no. from Mar- not from uh, Thomas and Martha Wayne killing on up. I'm just talking about like from where he the, starts. Where he starts. Why did you training. say that name? <laughs> <laughs> How do you know that name? Oh, you it's your mom name? too. Okay, but you know, back to what we were talking about with the conventions. <laughs> now that we come back, climb down that rabbit hole. Uh, Did you know, because of the uh, G.I. Joe con, uh, I'm going to say something blasphemous. Star Wars forever. Star Wars above any fandom anywhere, but I do respect all fandoms. I am curious about Star Trek cons. I figured they're like celebration. There would be something like it. Yeah, but it's not not as advertised as like celebration. It's in Vegas. Do you know what it's the name a, of it is? It's oh god, I knew you were gonna ask. Yes, yeah, see, <laughs> see? Yeah. but like, like everybody, uh, everybody in Star Wars knows celebration right. because it's well advertised. Yeah, right. Star Trek well cons, established. You can put, it is Disney. You can Google Star you like Trek that cons. I sent you? Yeah, and, and you will not find anything. <laughs> right. You know, you'll find little cons in like you know Georgia or something yeah. that's as big as like a warehouse. But stuff like that celebration size, it's not advertised as well. And I'm curious because. Uh, you know what uh, got my curiosity is it, did y'all ever see the movie Galaxy Quest? Oh, oh, Lord. oh yeah. I freaking Lord, yeah. love that movie. You do, yes. and You love that a lot. I love that movie. I love it probably more than I like Star Trek, but yeah. But you know how they uh, show cons in there? That's yes. what I imagine, but I never find anything like that there, there on is, the internet. There is a big one. It's in Vegas. Um, it's, it's a pretty big con. Um, I know a guy who... I don't know if he's been to it. Ty, the guy stay with in New York City. Uh, I, I know he, they have one in New York too. <clears throat> it's like it's by Repop. It's the same people. So Repop does a Star Trek con like celebration. Yeah, because so they do celebration, it's, right? Yeah, they do a version of a Star Trek con because he's gone to it before and he's got like the ultimate pass. You know, like yeah. we have the G- Jedi Master Pass. Yeah, um, there's one of those for for Star Trek. So. Okay. 
You know, I'm always curious because I I love many fandoms. I like Star Trek. We don't. I'm not. A, I'm not ashamed to say we it. don't hawk the Trek here. We don't hawk the Trek here. <laughs> hey, but hey, if you put Star Trek next to Star Wars, yeah. Star Trek is not even a thing no. in my world. Yeah. No. But you know, I I respect Star Trek. I, I really like the you know, especially the new movies. I would say the new movie, the newer movies, have made me a bigger fan than yep. I used to be. Yeah. I'll give you Next Generation, and then uh, that's as far as I go. Next Generation is <laughs> okay. No, I'm oh, I'm Shatner and. And uh, yeah. Chris Pine. Chris I mean, Pine. I'll, yeah, but I, I okay. love the OG. I, I love the OG. Even the 60s show, man. Picard I love the 60s captain. show. Yeah. <laughs> Luke Picard. Picard. Are you going to watch the Picard show? Of course I'm going to watch the Picard I'm show. I'm curious. Who I want to have. But yeah, show, I am no. curious as to how they're bringing him in. Like, is he, like, I guess he retired, and then are you going to yeah. do some yeah, stuff and come well, back? As, well, well, according to the trailer, he left the Federation, but he's still... Doing something, doing something, yeah, with like piloting a ship or something. So. That would be interesting. So, what are, are there any conventions? Let's put, we all want to go to San Diego, right. of course. That is like uh, you know going to see the motherland. That is our yes. Hawaii. You trip. know that's <laughs> that's you know going home is San Diego. Are there any conventions that you've seen? Uh, out there that you know you haven't gone to all the things Dragon I'll, Con. I still love yeah, to try Dragon to get to that Con, one in Atlanta. Yeah. I'd love to actually go to that one. I hear that's actually growing and yeah, growing as well. Too. Yeah, love to get to that one. Uh, there is one up north, I think, in Chicago that's pretty big. C two E two. C two E two. I'd love to get to that. Yeah, with C two E two, we want to come to your con. So yes, bad. please. Yes, we do. Love I'd love con. to come to that. <laughs> They're by Repop too. Same Man, people do New York. Con. It's like a mini New York Comic Con. Yes. Okay. The I tell you one that I've seen is the Salt Lake City Comic Yes. Con. Yeah, I heard that was I want to go to that yes. one. Yes. Besides San Diego, that is one of the biggest in the West. Oh, wow. Like, they they get some of the greatest celebrities and artists. It yeah. is amazing because when you hear Salt Lake City, I never, yeah. you, know, you don't think <laughs> yeah. Comic Con. Right. But, man, they host like some of the biggest. And I've noticed over the years that they keep getting bigger and bigger and I'm and I never see video of it but I imagine because of because Marvel and DC go to Salt Lake City right just well, like New York yeah, and they probably were the, not as big right but. well they were the one who that that um that lawsuit over the word Comic Con. Comic Con. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't Salt know that was Lake. a. Yeah. Oh, wow. The, okay. The San Diego Comic Con went to sue them over the word Comic Con that they trademark. Are we talking about Salt Lake? Yeah. Okay. yeah. Oh, okay. And Salt Lake, Interesting. Won, they won the. the look, Comic Con's just a normal term. It's a normal term. You can't. It's general. It's, right. it's You can't call yourself San Diego. <laughs> Comic Con is just a general term. You can't Correct. trademark that. So yeah, yeah, it's like so, yeah, you can't go to. It's like they, you know, San Diego can't say Salt Lake City, right? So that's see, where it comes down to. I've, see, I can, you guys are all about comics and everything. That's great. See, I'm WrestleCon. I want to go to Florida. Yeah, and I want to go. And I want to go to Star. There it is. Like so, I, yeah. that would be really pretty cool. Did. I'd still do it. But I, that, that'd be pretty but they that's announced a part of the he's doing Starcast three. Yeah. That's a part of the WrestleMania thing. Yeah. Well, see, Starcast. Yeah, WrestleCon. Is the week before WrestleMania? I would love to go to WrestleMania and go to WrestleFest. What we've talked about. Oh, okay. So WrestleMania and WrestleFest. Now uh, AEW is. I mean, so Starcast is going to be associated with AEW. Yeah. They he's associating with the Young Bucks and Cody. 
and so every time they do their whatever their big event is going to wind up being every year that's when starcast yeah, and will see, be like young bucks and all them i can pass i want to go for the older generations yeah. that we grew up but with. that's where yeah. that's what starcast right, right, is, right, right. is all those panels but i uh but yeah that's um, WrestleCons are mine. I, I haven't seen it yet, but this year's StarCast, um, Arn Anderson was avail- able to do his first panel after leaving the WWE, and I heard it was phenomenal. Yeah, that's what and I And I want to hear that. I haven't See, heard it yet. That's what got me in, because you got me to go to Fanboy. That was my first convention yeah. in Knoxville. And at first, I was just like, eh, I don't really want to go. I mean, it seems fun. But then he started mentioning wrestling, and I was like, I'm there. I'm there because that's what I go uh, for. If you haven't heard the John Moxley interviews yet uh, on Talk is Jericho, Jericho and on Wade Keller, if you haven't heard those yet, you need to listen to them. I'll check those out. Oh my gosh, he I, he literally he buries WWE. I tell you what, I'd really like to see, and this you probably just said it. I don't know if this is it or not, but in WrestleMania when it comes, I, that thing that all that event that happens in the in like like their yeah, basic the their access. big Comic Con, the yeah. big access. I would love to do that. I just yeah, it would just be a lot of fun. Because they me. bring they bring one of the most killer wrestling museums mm-hmm. to go through, and it's just sitting You're in talking there about at WrestleMania. At WrestleMania, yeah, so they've got one of the coolest. It is museums. really cool. You can do stuff like you can. Um, I love the entrance. Lay, thing. Yeah, you can lay in. Uh, you can do your own entrance. Yes. You can do your own promo and That's have it video. So cool. Get a video copy of it. You can take your picture with any belt. Mm-hmm. Any, I mean, any like belt? any belt. Oh, any belt. I want yeah. the women's championship. Oh, there you um, go. And uh, would. you can do stuff like <laughs> you can do stuff like um Shut up, bro. uh lay down in uh, the Undertaker's coffin and, yeah. and, and have your picture yeah. taken. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, do they pass I can't get in the coffin. No, there's no way. <laughs> no, 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 no. Do they pass out they, t-shirts that you can rip like Hulk Hogan? Oh, yes. Oh, oh my god, that would be I awesome. Think they do. I was joking, but that yeah. would be awesome. Um but they made it big enough for Paul Bearer so you could easily fit in it. So <laughs> No, I think it's more of a thing about being in a coffin. Can't be in a coffin. Oh, you not can't physically. Do the, it's oh, emotionally. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, laying gotcha, in a coffin. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. No, but um, access. That I would, would do be it in a heartbeat. <laughs> I would be. I, I want to go to WrestleMania. That, yeah. That's a yes. bucket. Even though, even though it's you know the the product's a little hard to follow right now. Yeah. I still want to. The still atmosphere. A, it's still a thing I want to yes. do. I want to go do access and I want to do WrestleMania. I want to ask Which y'all it's a in question. Florida. I think when y'all were talking right? about uh, <laughs> celebration, did you feel overwhelmed to try to do everything? Like. I mean, I know there's probably no possible way, but for me, yeah, no, because I had someone <laughs> with, experience. with experience, a big con, and you know, like if I was there <coughs> as a newbie, I probably would have left, right? <laughs> because <laughs> I was like, switch. I don't know what to do. Yeah, but now, like he knew, like uh, just like because it's by, is it Repop? Repop. Repop that does New York yeah. so they have a system so you get in lines to get tickets to panels or you get passes to panels <clears throat> so when you get those passes like for day one you've already got all you got to get in line you got to get all your passes then you can go walk around the con for a bit or the the air, open area and see all the vendors and stuff like that and then you have times that you need to come get in line sometimes you need to get immediately yeah. in line and then that's the fun part i thought that yeah. would suck yeah but man you meet so many new people so many new people <clears throat> and like we have a new partner in crime uh, yeah, star eric. wars fan eric uh that we met there that's we awesome. ordered pizza on the street yeah, yeah. 
Hut, Pizza Hut delivered awesome. pizza. We, we were like, I'm starving. And Matt's like, I'm hungry too. And I'm like, I wonder if pizza delivered. And like four or five people are like, I'm in. Yeah. I got oh, 10. Oh, wow. I got, we ordered like five pizzas and like breadsticks and Pepsi. Oh, oh wow. Well, that's, that's awesome. You have all night discussions. Yeah, about, about your fandom, though. When we first started, I did think that Matt was going to kill me because, and Jim, you might kill me too though I, i'm a planner so i'd be like hey matt we got to be here at four o'clock this is why no um, i would not kill you we i would love you because i hate doing that oh, crap I and do i don't it. and i don't want to miss anything so i would be like micah where are we going first yeah. where do we yeah. go next give me my list <laughs> it, it is it's in my blood like <clears throat> I, I matt looked at me and i literally was like um hey um I basically broke down each day at what time we have to be somewhere yeah. or we're going to miss out. Yeah. And I wasn't wrong on the Last Jedi panel. No. On, on the Last Jedi panel, um, I called it. We had to get there at 2.30 yeah. in the oh afternoon. Oh, wow. <laughs> hey, but uh, Ryan Johnson yes. came out at, what, 2.30 in the morning? Yeah, woke us up at 2.30 Woke everybody up and signed oh. as much stuff he for signed free. Everybody. That is awesome. That is cool. That is awesome. Until... So that's the kind of stuff you get if you like yeah. wait around. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you're willing, if you're willing to camp, and and when I say camp, sit here and sit talk here to in people. Your spot. Well, that's the thing though. Like yeah. some people, they said no beds. Of course, like, no. And they still beds, did. And them. they still did. Oh uh, wait a minute! I see an Anakin. Anakin, come put some earphones on and talk to us for a Where? second. Uh-oh. Yes, come on over. Yes. We the got force is strong. <laughs> the force is strong with this put one. On, man. Just put on the earphones, man. Yes. What's your name? Steven Smith. Steven Smith. Welcome, Good to Steven. Awesome, man. I'm loving the costume. Awesome costume. Thank you. The force is strong. We were just talking about celebration. Have you ever been? Ah, uh, yes. Long ago, 2012. 2012? Yes. What was? Do you rem- What was the favorite part of celebration? Do you remember anything about it? Oh, absolutely. My favorite part was. They were showing uh, behind-the-scenes features for Season 5 of Star Wars The Clone Wars. Oh, oh man. That's and then, awesome. And then out of the blue, George Lucas, who everyone said was not going to be coming, just showed up and nice. it was like, oh, man. That is dream That is right amazing, there. man. That, that is best, awesome. dream. Best time of my life. That's that awesome. Is, yeah, I just went uh, two years ago in 2017. That was my first celebration. And we got to uh, meet Ryan Johnson. He came out at 2.30 in the morning. And started signing stuff. He did. He was the director of the Last Jedi, and uh, they we got to see the. They announced uh, the last season of, of the Clone Wars. Of Clone, Clone Wars, Wars. Uh, there in you know they. The, uh, who was the director? I'm, his name is Dave Filoni. Yes, yes, thank you. Uh, he said he announced there that he had another project. You know, yeah. coming that was Rebels. Okay, uh, you know at that time so. Uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Uh, do, do you like small cons uh, like this, or do you like to go to any other bigger cons? This is actually my first small con. Small, yeah. Awesome. What do you look for when you come to the, uh, these cons? I think overall just a general appreciation for the little things that are often missed in the big cons. That like is awesome. Nice. That is cool. You don't yes. get that a lot. That is awesome. So do you have to budget yourself when you come to cons? Because <laughs> yeah. like, I'm telling you right now, I see things I want to buy, and I'm telling myself I can't buy anything. <laughs> yeah. uh, I just go with it. 
You just I, roll with I, it. I like, the, I like it. As roll Anakin would say, I'd let the force decide. Hey, <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Is, uh, is this your brother or friend over here? Uh, he's my friend, Timothy Beasley. Timothy hey, Beasley. Hey, hey, nice, hey, to meet you. You. nice to meet you, man. Well, we want to thank you for being on our show, man. You can go to uh, the eclecticcollective.com uh, or you can find us on any of the podcast servers and uh, you can tell people that you were on our show and listen in and you'll hear yourself, man. <laughs> All right. Thanks I a lot, man. We appreciate Take it. Take care. <laughs> and don't forget to watch season seven of The Clone Wars when it comes out. Amen, Absolutely. brother. Absolutely. Amen. <laughs> Thanks so much, man. I appreciate it. May the force be with you. And, and also with, with you. you. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, did you get uh, the costume? I did. That is a well planned um, out costume. We actually have a few uh, comments from some people on Facebook. Oh, nice. Um, David Reed says, is it Access? Yeah. A-X-X-E-S-S yes. is great and enjoyed it as much as WrestleMania. Yeah, oh, nice. He'd been nice. There. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, a good friend of ours, Julia Bennett. She oh, is uh, saying, hey, guys, and that she loves the show. Nice. Hey, Julia. Hey, Julia. Julia. And that we're Thank awesome. Thank you. So uh, thanks for Love watching you. in. Share it on your please share it on your timeline. Try to get as many as your friends you can. Absolutely. Um, we don't care if we have one person watching. We don't care if we have a thousand people watching. We just want to entertain you. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And man, uh, meeting the Jedi man, did you hear the passion in his voice? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone fandom. were like that. True <laughs> fandom. <laughs> I have uh, a question still about celebration. Did you feel like you saw everything you wanted, or did you miss out something? I miss. I, I, that's a great question, man. Because there was a main stage where yeah. they did extra stuff, uh, and you got to. They had uh, celebrities that didn't do panels, mm-hmm. or they that didn't sign. They just came out on stage as a surprise. So being busy with all the other panels or waiting in line, we didn't get to see that element of it. Oh, you know, like uh, when they showed, uh, I, like I watched the live um, recording live of when, yeah, thank you, the live stream of when they showed uh, Rise of the Skywalker, and everybody was at the main stage watching it, uh, and just being in that crowd, you don't have to be polite when they heard the Emperor laugh, and everybody screamed like yes. someone uh, scored the final <laughs> goal in a game. That yes. was awesome. That would be amazing to be a part of. Absolutely. Yes. And I can only imagine because we were in the Last Jedi panel, but we didn't get to do the live stage. So, you know, I would imagine it being a different uh, element that I didn't get to be a part of. We, I kind of walked around and saw the last yeah. remnants of See, it. See that? But. That's the thing too. It's like I get. It just seems like at big comic cons or conventions. Okay. Or like the I hate yeah. to interrupt, but we Hell have Hellboy. Oh, we have Hellboy. That is an amazing costume. That, that is, is amazing. awesome. That's amazing. Super awesome. Awesome. Uh, we kind of got off track. Where yeah, we yeah. going? Uh, the cele- what I was getting at with the celebration, like Comic Con celebration, all that, it just seems like you can't do all of it. I, as far as I've seen, you, there's you just can't. you, you no. can't because you can they, try. You can try. <laughs> you you would all but see. Here's the thing. Right off the bat, like the convention, the uh, celebration, to even remotely get the ability to probably get to everything, you would need the Jedi Pass. The most expensive VIP access. That's a, and yeah. that, really hard to get. And that's yeah. really hard to get because like, the, the day like those are available, bucks. yeah, it's 700 bucks, and you're talking about, boom, snap of your fingers, it's gone. Which, which right. pass is it that y'all got? 
We just got the regular day regular, regular pass. pass. Regular pass. Yeah, yeah, you get if you get the regular day passes, you have a different pass for every day. Okay. That you wear, but if you yeah. get the VIP Jedi, it's the same one for the full convention because they gotcha. know it's, but, a, right. it's the full convention. But pass. with that very expensive pass, pass you get you don't have to wait in any lines. Oh, you've got wow. you've you got go a guaranteed you have a guaranteed chair You're front free, row yeah. every at every panel. You got access to stuff. You get all kinds of free stuff. It's so I need to be saving for five years from now. Yes. <laughs> yes. For a basically. Yeah. yeah. Well, at that it, point, that that pass will probably be a thousand dollars. Well, you know, okay, so they're not that expensive. Yeah. They're yeah. just really hard to get. They true. It's Very like true. San Diego it's Comic Con like five, tickets. They all like go really fast. Yeah. Even if you have the money, it's still it's, hard. It's even just yeah, hard so to hard. get. Gotcha. Yes. Me and Micah actually tried yeah. when we tried to get our tickets, but they were gone in like yeah. 30 seconds. So. Oh, wow. And I'll tell you a funny story, though. On our way down, because and I was, I, I, and I was, you know, at the time, I, I may have had the money, whatever, and we were going on vacation anyway. On the way down, while while we as soon as we landed, we got around and we were out doing stuff. When we got to the place, I was looking on Craigslist, and I found two people selling their uh, VIP Jedi Pass. And I was so close to buying one, <laughs> only because I like the day of I dropped them off and I could put it on and they just oh you you know just oh, I would have hilarious I probably oh, would have sorry, I know the F bomb I I apologize I know right? I would have killed you but I I'd but like oh look I got a new Jedi pass one one <laughs> guy had one in Orlando and he was only selling oh. it for just just cost with a little bit of like it was like six hundred bucks. And they're like five seventy five. I know, right? Call brother and be like, well, hey, I was right there with Matt, you. Me and Matt, <laughs> I'm gonna give you my badge for free because it was the we, I found it when we were all eating the day before the day before it even started. So, what makes the perfect convention, Jimmy? I know you have nothing to go on, but I want to start with you, okay? Because if you were to go to a convention. What would make it perfect for you? What would make the perfect experience to be a part of that uh, that convention? I would say being a, being able to actually get to meet um, uh, a hero, um, a star, um, someone that I, I really enjoy watching, um, and uh, actually being able to uh, like get to talk to, like ask them a question or something yeah. like that. Um, and then I think it would be being a part. I think you mentioned, you kind of alluded to this earlier, but being a part of a special moment in a con. So when they have that that new Star Wars trailer or the new Marvel trailer, or they introduce something, being a part of a big announcement yeah. of some sort that you're there when it is being told to the world. Yeah. I think that would be yes. really yep. big. Oh yeah, that's a that's a new feeling, man. That's a that's something that you've, you know, unless you've been there, you really can't explain it. Uh, like, you've probably been to more being at uh, New York every year. I, uh, um, I, one of the best. Okay, I've seen every Doctor live in Doctor yeah. Who except yeah. Eccleston. Which, which, is, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which one is that? Which, he's the first one that brought it back. The ninth, oh, okay, the, the ninth okay, Doctor. Okay. And he's coming to New York Comic Con this year. Oh, okay. So I may be able to to meet the doc. I might be able to check off every see every doctor live. Nice, that's awesome. We last year when we had the um, we had the the new woman doctor, the female doctor for the first time. Yeah, that was probably one of the biggest experiences I've ever seen at a con because I mean the people just fell in love with her. 
yeah. and we got to watch the episode, and it was it, it was that's awesome. Cool. It was pretty it was cool. cool. I was gonna I was gonna bring this up, but like for instance, we're talking about the whole convention feeling of how you feel when you get to see new things and do this and do that. Now it's not necessary. It's obviously it's not convention, but it's that feeling bringing it to a different era that I actually or a different thing that I actually miss uh, now being you know in my you know early to mid 30s not really capable of doing it now but back in the day I tell you I tell you I really miss mm-hmm. the midnight showings of movies of big movies yeah. because you yeah. brought out the true fans yeah. yeah like for instance you know everybody's chuckling t- talking that movie starts everybody is quiet no one's talking and, and then, then you got all the, the oohs the and the yes and, when the good oh, stuff yeah. happens yeah. everyone cheers <laughs> I like I felt the difference in seeing the end game for the first time right. it just wasn't the same mm-hmm. I remember when we saw episode one for the first time <laughs> in, in the theater yes. and when the, the Lucasfilm logo comes on yeah, and so it was, everybody shuts. Or the twi- or the 20th Century Fox came on, yes. and it yeah. was the beach that that Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> yeah. bah! Everyone's like, bah! <laughs> and then the 20th Century Fox and the Lucas logo came up, and it was like nothing. You could hear a pin drop. Yes, and that was and back in the day. That. that was back in the day where you can dress up, yes. head yeah. to toe. I re- head to okay, toe. so I remember when you and when Matt, you and Josh uh, camped out for Revenge of the Sith. And okay, then, I'm gonna have to share the story. Uh, yes, is this the work please, story. Please share this, is this story. Is this the work story? The work story. Oh, this is great. All right, I was so, like, I've heard man. this. this. All right, is great. so I, where I was working, you know, you you had to fill out a thing to uh, request time off. Yeah, and I felt a little shame in asking time <laughs> off for Star Wars, <laughs> but I asked for two days for a family reunion which isn't a lie because uh it was uh our star wars family yes because there was guys that uh we didn't get to see until a star wars movie was out so it was like you know hanging out talking with them they come to town they see uh you know you get to it's almost like waiting in line at a for a panel yeah uh, except you know for two days, and then you sleep there. You can't do that anymore. Nope. You can't sleep like we brought a bed for Lord of the Rings, and slept on it, and it was like uh, you know twenty below zero. And uh, what do you guys? Y- y'all are uh, distracting me over here. I hear, I see a lot of this, a lot of we're, this. We're, a we're lot trying of this. to camera stuff. We're a lot of this stuff. camera stuff. Camera stuff. Oh. Yeah. Uh, you know, the first live okay, stream is go. always going to be a pain in the ass. All right, we're good. <laughs> Continue. Uh, so, oh. Hey! hey! Yeah. Introing, they got an intro going on at the Columbia Comic Book and Toy Convention. Uh, but like, as I was saying. Okay, go ahead. Uh, with the, you know, so I, I, I asked for the time off for the convention. So, the newspaper comes down and starts interviewing people in the crowd and me and Josh and Micah were head to toe full me and Micah are Jedi we even got out and did like a little lightsaber uh, lightsaber thing which was an incredible battle yeah epic and uh, Josh dressed up as a Sith so me and Josh take a break and uh, they come over with a camera and get both of us on there. And then the news right behind them gets us. And now we're on the news and the newspaper. Yeah. Like, 
right I there. I still have the newspaper news thing. Yeah, I see, do too. I yeah. found it. All right, so I, I found it cleaning out my underneath my stairs. So I go to work Monday, and I see nobody. I'm at my desk, and I see nobody. I'm like, where is everybody? And then everybody in the warehouse <clears throat> comes out fighting with lightsabers. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, they know. They know. <laughs> and then they all, one by one, they stapled the picture of me and Josh in the newspaper. And then they wrote, Foreman Family, family Reunion, reunion <laughs> on the shirts. <laughs> so I was totally busted. Busted. Uh, for my family reunion. At least they had a good sense of humor so, about it. Yeah. So there's, I could have been fired. Yeah. <laughs> so there's another great story about this. About this. Y'all, y'all camped out. And y'all were there for quite a while. Yeah. Um, I got off work and rolled straight up, like, within 20 minutes of the movie show and let them letting people in. And I walked right up to you guys. Like, y'all were, like, third in line. Yeah. And I walked up, stood by you, started talking, and then I just casually walked yeah. in the building and <laughs> yeah. sat, sat with them. Jimmy had to piggyback off of <laughs> hey, a four-day four adventure. Four-day event. <laughs> Shout out to our mother, Carol Orman, oh, yeah. for feeding us White Castle. White throughout. Yes. She was a great supporter of our waiting 24 to 72 hours for a movie she would call or just bring us food even if we you know didn't ask for it she would bring something down and and also luckily at that time she was only about five minutes away down the street yeah just right down the street yeah Yeah. regal providence 27 no, no Regal that's a Hollywood 27. Hollywood. Hollywood. I said two different ones. Hollywood. Regal Hollywood 27. Yeah. Great. We're not being sponsored by Regal now. Yeah. I know. Right? <laughs> hey, I said Regal, so at least you know, I got that part right. <laughs> Didn't, wasn't that at Cinema South? No. no, no, no. It was Hollywood. Hollywood was it Regal? Yeah. It was Hollywood 27. Oh, it's because Hollywood that, 27. Because oh, okay. That, believe okay. it or not, at that time, that was the movie theater oh, yeah. to go to. It's true. Not anymore. It's only been around a few years. Yeah. Not anymore. Movie. No, it's not. No, no. Not, definitely not anymore. Not even close. So, <laughs> you two, like, what makes a good... You've been to several conventions, Brian. Right. What, what makes a good convention for you to enjoy it? To me, it's the vendors and the artist alley. Yeah. To me, that's a mm. big part. Heroes con. <laughs> that, yeah. But uh, the, it, the vendors and the artists, because the artists are a good portion of the convention. Yeah. Because you can see some art that you won't see anywhere else at a convention. And then not only that, but, I mean, the amazing art. Yeah. And then the vendors... Um, there's things you can find that you wouldn't find anywhere else. You can check eBay. Yeah. You can look online. You might find something at some of these smaller conventions yeah. that you won't find even at the bigger conventions. And that's just amazing. So, yeah. so they made the comment earlier that he's able to find tons of stuff here, not at eBay pricing. Correct. Yes. Is, right. is that is it is that a small convention thing or is that an all convention? No, that's an all, all, that's all convention. So you I'm can get good pricing stuff. pretty much on non-eBay pricing on pretty much all it, conventions? It, it depends. On the vendor? Yeah. On the vendor. Okay. Yes. Yeah, if they're not an a-hole. But yeah. you can... But, but, <laughs> well, I mean, but you're saying that at all conventions, you can find that good pricing. Yes. Oh, okay. yes. Okay. Let, let, let me say something about eBay. I don't want to knock it. I've, I've bought stuff off eBay. 
I it's, hate it's doing not it. eBay. It's the people because it's an independent, you know, seller yeah. that overprices stuff right. on eBay. It's not necessarily eBay itself. Yeah. It's the people who put the stuff on eBay well, that are overpricing. It's the it. justification of putting it on eBay because they'll put it on eBay and they'll go ahead and mark it up ten dollars because of fees. Okay, right. and they'll take shipping. They'll take the highest shipping. Yeah, yes. and they'll give you the crappiest shipping. So they'll they'll charge you eight ninety nine for expedited shipping wow. yeah. and then they'll do the US standard shipping right because they're gonna and, make profit on yes that. and then there's three things they make profit on on yes. eBay and it's all justified and it's all huge now because of how uh, how people still buy it at a convenience yes. okay so you know shipping and all that it's you know eBay eBay has its source you know you might find it's the hunting on eBay because yeah. thousands and thousands and thousands, and you'll find that one right. that will charge free ship or you know have no shipping fee, and will charge maybe two dollars more for the convenience fee. Right. So you know something I could have bought for ten bucks, I might buy for fourteen with free shipping. I well, I might do that because okay. you know. But when it, somebody charges ten more for fees, eight dollars, and gives me crappy shipping, which they do, yeah, you can see that in the pricing. So, but that's still going to bump up the price even more. Yeah, because somebody else is going to come behind that and be like, oh, well, if they're charging that, I can probably get away with charging five more dollars. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. And then it just keeps going up and up going and up. up. Yeah, up. and that's how a lot of people, uh, you know, justify their price. They'll go on eBay and. And they'll find the average right and you know that's awful here at cons you have people that are passionate about what they sell yes. like uh, Epic City Comics I know they don't go by eBay they go by the what, what's the book. the book Overstreet Overstreet they go by Overstreet okay um, so you, they'll go Overstreet pricing they'll go by grade they'll go by right. you know all that so mm-hmm. you'll you will get a fair price at Epic City Comics okay now the bigger cons the bigger cons will go by eBay prices oh really a lot of them will go by eBay price like at New York uh, not as much at Heroes Con. Those are the two biggest like comic book ones I've been to. Mm-hmm. But they'll go by. They'll be like, oh, well, let me see what it is on eBay. Oh, okay. And they might mark it down or up a little bit yeah. if it's trying to sell, especially on like Sundays. Give you a little comic book tip. On Sunday, that's when you buy your comics. Yes. Why is that? And why everybody's trying to leave. Everyone just wants to get rid of them. Uh, wants to really leave. Don't have to take it home. Yeah. yeah. Right. You'll that's walk up right. and be like, I got twenty bucks. I'll give you twenty bucks for it, and they'll be like. Okay. So, uh, but you know, with those big cons, you're paying for the frills and the thrills. Yeah. So you know, like if they charge twenty extra for something that's only ten bucks, yeah, you won't know the difference because you're excited. You're at this con, and you're gonna buy it. Just like if we, like, I'm not gonna lie. When we go to Disneyland and go to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, yeah, I'm probably gonna overpay for something. Oh yeah. Because I will be. I'll take that fourteen dollar blue milk. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) For a little cup of blue milk. I'll pay that 20 bucks or something crazy. Uh, so, you know, stuff like this, you are probably the smaller, the more honest you get. Right. Because you will probably, you you have these people that really depend on what they're doing. Yeah. Um, so they are going to give the fairest prices. And, you know, the bigger the con, the probably the bigger the prices because of what they can get away with. Well, right. I am into the, the difference in prices for the vendor booth too yeah I mean, yeah at the bigger it's going to be really expensive yeah 
Right. So, I mean, you got to give them a little bit, too. Yeah. yeah. So, what is a collectible that you would go to the conventions to find? Like, you go and you were... You, you, G1, you have to find this. G1 Transformers. G1 Transformers. Are you... Okay, so... I, I, we got to clarify because you know they just re-came out. They re I'm talking. Out. I'm, not, I'm making up words. I'm not talking reissue. They're reissuing re the G1s yeah. and they're remaking them. I'm talking about the OGs, the original, the, the first the issue G1. Megatron the is actual a gun collectibles. You, yeah. Yeah. Now, you can get Megatron... Um, uh, well, Big Bad Toy Store. You can, I mean, you can buy uh, Megatron as a gun. I mean, they're re they're remaking them and they're re making them really nice. I don't care to have that. I want the OG stuff, and I don't yeah. have to have the mint. Uh, st it, it really it, stuff like that really makes me sick because I remember the day when I opened up my G1 Megatron, uh, which was the gun. <laughs> I remember the day I opened it. That sucker just sold. Uh, someone had a sealed one, new in the box, mint condition. That thing went for fourteen grand on eBay. Uh, no, thank you. And that, and no, it's not that I'm going to pay that. It just yeah. makes me sick because I remember breaking that thing yeah. open. And, going, and, oh, do, 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 do. and I remember the day I broke it. <laughs> My heart sank. It, it sinks even more now that I know it's worth fourteen grand. Yeah. Um, but yeah, though. So Jimmy, I hate to interrupt you, but uh, yeah, your wife is saying she's been looking for those for you for years. So you might want to uh, on Facebook. She just hey. commented. Oh, Doris okay. just gave us a comment on hey. Facebook saying Deathstroke. 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 Slade Wilson. What's going on, man? Hey, throw on the earphones. Enjoy this. Join us. Uh, I think we're going to be doing it. You're Daniel, right? We're going to be doing an interview with Daniel here later. Oh, well, let's get a uh, let's get a quick question. Yeah, here, let's Daniel. What's going on, man? How's it going, guys? It's going great. Uh, we were talking about uh, collectibles that we would like to find at cons. Is there a collectible or that holy grail that you were always looking for when you go to a con, a big con or small? Um, basically anything. Deathstroke, Deadpool. I'm a collector of about everything. Awesome. So what is, what is it about Deathstroke and Deadpool? Is it the mercenary, the assassin? Uh, are you into that? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's basically Deathstroke. I started cosplaying as Deadpool long time oh, okay, ago. Okay, cool. Nice. Uh, my first one was Deadpool as a pirate. Nice. Oh, <laughs> nice. Okay. So different takes on them. That's yes. awesome. So have you found anything at this con yet? I've been walking around. I just now started walking around. I got my booth over here setting it up, trying awesome. to get everything nice. ready. Um, we're actually going to be... Here today, we're going. I'm actually part of the Nashville Legion of Doom. Oh, awesome! Nice. So we're going to be here today. We're going to be uh, at Hypericon. Oh, yeah, July. yeah, nice. okay. And then we also have a table that we're going to be setting up at ICCC. We will now, we're, we're going to be there. there. We're going to so. be there too. Well, awesome, man! Thank you for getting on with us. Uh, we're going to come here in a bit and try to schedule some time for a, a deeper interview yeah, with you and get to and, know you better and, and get everything we can from you. All right, that sounds good. Thanks, Thanks man. man. Thanks, y'all. Thank you. So, how about you guys, Micah? What is your? You come and you see this, and you will uh, spend your savings for. Oh man! <clears throat> well, mine comes in phases. <laughs> um, as you guys know, I used to be a big Star Wars action figure fan. Yeah. Um, the story actually started from my mother. Um, when I was young, we had a swap meet out at uh, a local high school, JFK High School. 
<clears throat> and I would always get my allowance, and that's where I'd go spend my money. Is this in Cali? This is in Cali. Okay. In Cali. In, in Cali. Cali. <laughs> I'm going back uh, to so Cali. And so we're going. We're there, and this guy has uh, Star Wars figures. Yeah. Original, vintage, 1977, you know, for Empire Strikes Back, New Hope, <clears throat> and Return of the Jedi. And he has a whole set, complete set of, of all of it, in the package and out of the package. <clears throat> and he wanted 80 bucks for all of it. Mm. Nice. And I had 60 of it. My mom wouldn't give me 20. Oh, <laughs> no. And so uh, the Luke in the package, and my mom's like, you'll play with them. I'm like, there's some in the package, and there's some out of the package. I'll play with the ones out of the package, and we'll save the ones in the package. The Luke in the package would go for about 200 grand right now. Oh. <laughs> Just the Luke. Oh. Just the oh. Luke would go for about 200 grand. Yeah. Every. Would it go loose? No, in the package. Oh, in the package. The loose would go for, I don't know, probably about couple thousand maybe depending on the condition i would have played the hell out oh, of that thing so. but the one in the package i would have just put them in the box and that's why i told my mom like we'll just put those away and i'll play with the ones that we have yeah yeah, yeah. And, and my mom to this day will be like i just mentioned it she goes <laughs> <laughs> i'm like your retirement was in luke, mom. In luke. <laughs> but it so it started there and then this is the 401k you're looking for. Yes. <laughs> yes. And it started there, and then I went from there to comics. Comics, <laughs> the comics have always been in my life for um, a long time. Yeah. You know, there's nothing like that. I mean, Brian, Brian can protest to this, there, and you can too, Matt. There is nothing like the hunt at a con oh, yeah. for a comic book. That is. I cool. mean, if long. you're like, like when we go to here, Brian. I only mentioned Brian because we go, we went to Hero. This is the first year we're not going to Heroes Con, and we're 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 pretty sad. But you know, just he'll just, be there yeah, next yeah, year. Yeah, we'll be there next yeah. year. We're, hopefully, guys. the all of us will. The collective yeah. will, will be there. But uh, there's nothing like saying okay. Like two years ago, Brian was like, "I'm buying a Hulk 181." He's always wanted to own one. He's always wanted it. He's like, "I'm buying one," but I'm not. I don't want to spend more than so and so dollars. And I'm like, okay, I can't spend that amount of money, but. I'm going to find it. <laughs> and that was the fun thrill. And, uh, and sure enough, was it Sunday or no, Saturday no, before the Saturday. con? Saturday yeah. before the con's about to end, we found it for the price he wanted to pay, but the guy wouldn't take a card. He would only take cash oh, for that price. Okay. And so he's like, I'll be back first thing in the morning because he, you know, ATMs yeah. only let you take so much money. Yep. Right. And so I told Brian that whole night, you could tell Brian was sweating. He's like, he's, he's like, he's like, he's like, I'm going to get it's the going. money if it's there. I mean, because it's Hulk 181, yeah. and he paid. Yeah. He, whoa, for this. Co- I mean, it still had the stamp. Yeah. We're talking, oh, wow. we're talking what? A seven and a half, eight, easy. Seven and a half, yeah. Pressed, maybe an an eight, eight and a half. Yeah. Man. So Mine. normally that would probably go for like fifteen hundred dollars. Higher. Uh, fifteen thousand. Yeah. No. 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 no, 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 no. Sixty-five hundred. Oh, that that Hulk one eighty-one for press a seven point five. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, Hulk one eighty-one right now. Yeah. All of a sudden, if you had a pressed seven point five graded, you're looking at five grand. Okay. Five grand. No, five grand. Really? One just went for five. I never look at one eighty-one because it's not the first appearance of Wolverine. No. But <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. The hunt but of a. It's and, recognized. And, and yeah, everyone recognized at this table, well, except Ryan and Jim. <laughs> we'll understand. <laughs> we'll understand the hunt for that comic when you're like, I'm, I want this comic, yeah. and I'm not going to pay this amount of money for. But it. put yourself in the position of having both comics, 180 and 181, and almost eight, eight point five, maybe even nine, if pressed, in your hand with the stamps on them. 
but they belong to a very dear friend who's trying to get money because <laughs> okay. they're moving. Okay, but his friend said sell it for anything. Anything. And I, I was like... I him 200 yeah. bucks for both comics. I, and he would be like, dude, appreciate it. And, and, and Brian reached out to me, and I was like... I was in that angel devil moment. Yeah. Right. Because I was like, I'll give him 500 bucks right now. <laughs> and he probably would have taken it, but then I would have felt like crap for Total the rest crap. of my oh, life. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, of the situation, very dear yeah. friend, him and his wife and kids, he had three kids at the time moving up north to New new job and he was like we need money to help move and I was like I can't do it so I took the time I found a good collector and I got him a, a fair price for both right yeah that was uh, that was a hard day for oh man me. I'm holding the comics and I could like like 200 bucks in their mind yeah and I'm like mm. <laughs> gotta do the Worst right thing morals in my life morals just getting like, away yeah. no no you gotta yeah. have them morals. And this was oh man this had to have been <laughs> Probably six, seven years ago, but I, I found a good vendor and I, a good collector, and I got him a good price for both of them. I tell you what, man, one of my favorite things is finding something you never knew existed. Like, uh, I didn't know that there was a Marvel Magazine version of The Last Starfighter Okay, when I found it. Yeah. And... Like I was going through a guy's box, it was all Marvel magazine, and I, I love that last, movie. I love that, love that movie. Last love Starfighter, movie. one of my favorite movies. But I didn't know it had. I knew it had a uh, Marvel comic limited series, but I didn't know it had a Marvel magazine. Yeah. And when I found, and apparently the Marvel magazine came out first. Okay. And when I found it, the artwork was so much better, and it was it was a lot bigger, so I could frame it. And I, it, I, you know, not not knowing it existed and then finding it—that's a whole nother feeling. Yeah. You know, satisfying that hunt itch is one thing, but looking through something for one thing and then finding something completely different that becomes a treasure—that's right. a whole nother feeling. And let me tell you, you can only get that at cons like this. Yes. Right. You can't get right. that at big cons because uh-uh. they don't bring no. that stuff. No. Right. They bring that focus stuff that they know no, people we'll are going to buy, like right. Hulk 181 or something like yeah. that. You know, they. Bring their high price dollar stuff. The, these cons are the best to find that diamond in the rough. Oh, yes. yes. Right. Yeah. You can find some really good stuff at these type of cons. That's why I say come on out to this con because especially if you're looking for some of them key issue books. Yeah. Like I'm looking right now where you got $2 books and I guarantee you there's a good key yeah. issue in there right now that we could walk yeah. over $2 box, I guarantee you you'll find yeah. one $15, $20 key issue somewhere yes. in there. Oh, sure. Yes, you Easily. Will. Easily. Easily. That's some of my favorite things, though, is going to cons with Matt and Brian and watching them hunt. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't even get into con- They could tell me, this is, this is this, and I'd be like, that's great. Ryan, Ryan got to witness my negotiating skills <laughs> as they developed. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, do you remember when I found uh, that Batman number one uh, reprint? The, or- the, Oreo, the Oreo cookie reprint? Yeah. The Oreo cookie reprint. Yeah. And... Uh, I had, I had a hundred dollars. You had more than what you told him you had because yes. you almost screwed up. With, like I t- it was he wanted <laughs> that was funny. he wanted uh, eighty bucks for it. Yeah. Okay, I negotiated him down to sixty, 60. bucks because I said. Hey, I only have sixty bucks in my pocket, and that is a comic I have been waiting for right. for a long time. Mm-hmm. Right. And he took his time. Oh, Matt, and did you try to do the nerd on, wallet, and, and you messed up. He, <laughs> he took his time because he was not going to sell it to me for uh, sixty bucks. Right. Uh, but he took his time. I stood there, you know, waiting for his answer, and then he goes like, 
you know what, man? Yeah, just give me 60 bucks. And then I pull out a hundred and something dollars. And then they're like, dude, dude. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I had a lot of money. <laughs> and, and, and they almost turned around. Yeah, but they didn't see it. They didn't, they didn't see, see him. him. I almost uh, screwed that one. Rookie. So he put it under, the, under his table rookie and move. was getting it out. I'm, I'm a lot better it. now, though. This is I'm the same better. con also that Brian found a treasure gem, and he got it cheaper than what Matt, Matt got it for. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. What, that, but that wasn't the same no, book. That, it was a different book. That same yeah, that same thing happened to uh, me and Matt at Star Wars Celebration. Oh, that one pissed me off. <laughs> so this oh, one no. pissed me the off. The Last oh, no. Jedi um, movie, you know, yeah. was about to be announced. Yeah. Right. Well, there's a comic in the original yeah. comic book series called The Call Last, Last Jedi. Jedi. Yes. And so, title happens. Book goes from a dollar to like twenty five. Twenty five bucks. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I find one for ten bucks. Yeah. 10 bucks. I'm like, oh, it's great. Decent pr- decent price. Dec- I mean, it wasn't in the best shape. And so I buy it, and Matt's like, damn it, I really wanted that comic. Yeah. And so we go, what, three, four booths down later, Matt pays 20, 20 bucks for a comic. That's, oh, it's no. in great condition, though. Yeah. This is like a great condition book. And I'm like, ah, dude, good score. Hey, yours is in, you know, we're talking like yours is in way yeah. better condition than mine is. So uh-huh. don't, even, don't even be mad. And then Matt... I go one booth over. I find the same book in better condition for five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> and Matt, I'm like, and I'm Matt, I'm like, that was the same Man. price. No, I can't. I, and I, at five the time, bucks. at the time, I can't remember. It was the 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 it was the Wolverine cover. Um, at the time, it, sorry, yeah, it had just came out with the Wolverine cover, but it was a specific one. And you found it for it was the same thing. You found it way down here for thirty, and this guy had it just randomly on a rack for five bucks because. I, then I went over to Mark's play uh, thing, and he had uh, the poster that matched the comic book. Yeah, and it also happened to me. But see, I'm always had bad luck with that because you remember when we went to that small con in uh, at the National Fairgrounds, the fairgrounds and yes. I bought Transformers number one for yeah. thirty bucks. Yes, and then we went and to that guy's dollar, dollar box, found it, for and a found dollar. it for a dollar. Wow. Yeah. Right. Yes. Now, but yeah. Go ahead. No, when we go to cons, like that's my joy is watching them. Other than Celebrity Row, like I like Celebrity Row, but yeah, watching them go for like the deals and everything. Mm-hmm. And as far as collectible, Matt's the one that. I started collecting some of the Jaws figurines. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm still on the hunt for, like, uh, Brody and Hooper. But it's just, it's the joy of watching people, like, yeah. try to negotiate. I like oh, yeah. really yeah. watching yeah. that. That's awesome. Well, guys, here's what we're going to do. We've been broad- broadcasting for a while. We're going to take a break, go get some interviews, and then come back. Absolutely. We'll be right back. What Thanks. he said. We are live again at the Columbia Comic Book and Toy Expo, Columbia, Tennessee, at the Armory. And joining me right now are the organizers for this event. Uh, gentlemen, uh, introduce yourselves, and um, let's talk to talk a little bit about how this event came to be. This is David Potts. Uh, I'm one of the two uh, promoters. Colby Well is, is also a promoter. Uh, we're feeling big time right now with the collective collective. <laughs> <laughs> so, to kind of give you an idea how this got started, I actually met David 
I was a vending at a show in Memphis, and David was walking around buying everybody's comic books, <laughs> and um, he said, hey, you know, we don't really have a, a show in our real close area. You know, we've got Nashville and Huntsville and yeah. different things, and he was kind of like, you know, what do you think about doing a show? I said, man, I've been thinking about doing a show for about two years now. I said, okay. I said, we need to put something together, and that's kind of where the, the brainchild started. Do okay. like minds be a dangerous thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so y'all have uh, comic book stores, right? Uh, not a store. Okay, not a, brick and mortar. Not oh, not book. brick and mortar, but you are you do sell comics. I do. I, I, have, I have a booth in an antique mall. Okay. It's probably like a, one of these booths here we have set up okay. for about 25 years, and and trying to keep the hobby alive here in Columbia. Okay. Right, right. And me, pretty much, all I do is vend uh, at shows and um, sell a little bit. Sell a little bit online and uh, sell to my friends. And eBay's know. king. Yeah. <laughs> eBay's king. Right. Yeah. They've uh, they've gotten me out of the hole a few times. Uh, need a little extra cash. Right. But yeah. Uh, that's kind of kind of what we do. We, we'd love. We've been talking about maybe doing a brick and mortar. Uh, okay, it could happen soon, folks. <laughs> okay, it really could. The uh, turnout has been impressive so far. Yes, yeah. Sir. So, uh, what's the future for this con? Do you you want this to be an annual thing moving forward? We do. Okay. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, me and him have even talked about maybe doing it twice a year. Um, oh, okay. Um, we'll kind of have to see. Um, you know, we we'd bounce the idea around of just doing maybe just the entire show floor with uh, just dollar books, maybe and do a, oh, do a, okay. like a one do day it. quick show, an old school comic book only. Oh, right, right, right. that's that would be cool. That would be super cool. Um, we're kind of maybe trying to dabble into um, maybe getting a Magic the Gathering tournament together. Okay, um, you know, cover all bases. Hopefully, right, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> be diverse. Okay, all right. Um, so, um, um, so uh, how is how is this uh, this particular event being your first event? Um, how's it been going so far? I mean, I've <laughs> seen David. Hectic. I've uh-huh. seen David running around a lot so far. So but now but. fires. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, I, but, I, I've tried to stay out of the limelight a little bit. I've tried uh-huh. to stay in the back and just make sure everybody gets in. Uh, just. Hey, if we can get the people in here and the people are happy and the vendors are making you know money and they're happy and everybody's doing good, these shows Everybody are going to keep back. going. Absolutely, Absolutely. You got Absolutely. to grow. We're hoping for a two day next next year. Oh, hopefully. okay. In a, in, a, in the same venue, same location, same location. I believe this is the largest venue in Columbia. But so, didn't I didn't I hear something about there's they're building a big hotel or yes, something? Yes, they are Marriott by Courtyard. Okay, it's not too far from here. It's supposed to have a very large convention center. Okay. Hopefully we get in there and get that booked before anybody else does. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and have plenty of room to grow. You know, right? But, uh, while keeping the entrance cheap, we don't want people to have to pay break the bank to come to these shows. Well, that's right, kind of right. what I want to talk to you about. Is that really the concept you were going for? Are you trying to it build is. that that big con feel you know, uh, without the big con price? We don't want the thing. kids having to break their piggy bank just to get in the door, yeah. and then you get in here and you can't buy nothing. The, right. The, just, the general idea is you. If you can get your vendors in here and they're comfortable and they're happy and, and they're making money and people at the door are happy they're not having to break their banks to get in mm-hmm. you know 
they can walk in everybody can have a good time everything gels yeah you get repeat customers people keep coming back everybody has fun yeah that's what really makes or breaks a show absolutely absolutely um so how can people keep track of uh, your convention and everything keep tabs of when everything's going on right now just like our facebook page okay comment book and toy expo we will hopefully we're going to have our own dedicated website within three or four months Okay. But the Facebook page will stay up. That's probably where you can get the information first. <laughs> and I, I've also got a Facebook page for the Big Cheese Comics. Um, okay. You can go on there. I'm constantly sharing everything we do from the expo. Um, you know, shoot us a message. Uh, you know, make posts on any, any of the yes, pages. absolutely. Tell us what, you know, what you want to see, you know, yeah. who you want to see. We'll, we'll do our best. What, you know, what we could do better. What, you know. Yeah. Just let us know what you what, what you really want. And so you guys have actually two entities going on right now. You run Big Cheese Comics, right, and right. you're the Comic, comic Book, Book Emporium. Emporium. Okay. And you guys have you have a Comic Book Emporium Facebook page, I'm assuming, as yes, well. Yes, I do. Yes, okay. I do. All right. So you heard it here, man. Check them out on uh, Facebook. Look up the uh, Comic Book Emporium and Big Cheese Comics and keep tabs on um, mm-hmm. The Columbia Comic Book and Toy Convention. Um, it's going to be an annual event moving forward, and we hope to be continue to be a part of this. This is going to be awesome. It's, Absolutely, uh, it's you been uh, it's been spectacular. We've been, we're having a whole lot of fun here today, guys, and it's uh, it seems like the fans have been the the, the audience has been really enjoying yeah, it as well. It we, really, we really appreciate you guys coming out and doing this. Absolutely, this, this, this looking, was fun for us. Yeah, too. we're looking forward to it. Well, thank you for taking a couple minutes out of your chaotic day to sit down and talk talk to us real quick and. Uh, We really appreciate you, and thank you again for letting us be a part of this. Okay, guys? Yes, sir. Welcome back, everybody. We are still live at the Columbia Comic comic book and toy expo in columbia tennessee at the armory and we have a very special guest that's joining us right now uh, amanda rachels um and we're going to hand this off to ryan ryan's got a few questions for you uh we're going to uh, talk to you a little bit about uh, who you are what you do yeah so i'm real excited to interview you because when i looked at your bio it said that you would wish upon a star to be a comic artist, and then you switched tactics and decided to wish upon the bat symbol. Exactly. <laughs> so that right there, I was just like, winner, right there. So just tell us it really about... Worked. It did. I bet. Tell us about growing up and what brought you to where you are now. I've always been into comics since I was a kid, and um, I collected from an early age, and my dad kept having to... Uh, the nearest comic shop was an hour in either direction from us, and he kept getting tired of having to go once a week. So he said, I'm going to open my own. So I kind of grew up in a comic shop, and uh, I've worked in and out of them and around them ever since and started making my own books about 10 years ago. That probably makes a lot of people here jealous that you grew up in a comic book store. <laughs> that is amazing. So what was your inspiration for comics? Well, uh, honestly, Stephen King. <laughs> There you go. Um, I liked to be scared, and I wanted to make my own scary stories. So. That's amazing. Okay, so Stephen King. I didn't expect that answer, but I like that a lot. So what is your, since you're in the indie comic, like an author and everything, what is your input on the scene today compared to what it was 10 years ago now that you got social media? Social media has made it possible for a lot of people to get their work out there and share it with a broad audience that you couldn't do that. Um 
15 years ago. Yeah, like social media, it's just amazing on what you can put out there. And like your name is out there in an instant. Instead of just. So who has the biggest influence on you outside the comic industry? Stephen King. Stephen King. So <laughs> oh, just a nice. Stephen King fan. Nice. Um, I won't say I'm the number one fan because that's a little psycho, but uh, no, that's that's my one like hero worship celebrity. So. so Stephen King, it's always been him. Absolutely. Have you watched any of the Castle Rock show? All of it. No. Um, yeah, all of it. Oh yeah. Very yeah, we're cool. excited about season two. Oh so. yeah. <laughs> um, give me give me it chapter two and I'll I'll be very happy. <laughs> that's what we're on yeah. the stand. Cannot wait for that. Yeah, we got a buddy that's a huge Stephen King fan, but love yeah, it so much. I uh, people have me draw um, like remarques in the front of his books because I just know them backwards and forwards. They're like, can you draw some cool scene from this book? Like in on the inside cover of it. And someone had me draw in their first edition copy of Pet Cemetery, and that just made me sad. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> that was a highlight. That's nice. Yeah, I'll have to remember that. So tell us about your comics that you illustrate. Just tell us brief about it. Everything. They're scary. Um, <laughs> I do. Um, well. It's a little different than King's Clown, but I do a book called Vicious Circus with my partner, Kevin Laporte. He writes, I draw. And our story is about killer clowns that avenge abused children by going after their abusers and, and you know, doing oh, horrible, funny things. Wow, that is. So, uh, so they're sort of anti-heroes, and I, I love them. They're my babies. Um, I'm working on volume two of that book right now. I've got volume one over at the at the table. That's... Uh, I didn't think I was going to be like killer clown queen going into this, but I guess that's my life now. Thanks, y'all. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> when is volume two when you hope to have that done? Um, a little bit later this year. Uh, I'm doing the uh, the pencils on it right now. Um, get that flatted and colored up. It's uh, it's called Vicious Circus to Clown a Predator. Well, there you go. You heard that. So would you say that's the most rewarding project in your years of being an indie comic? Absolutely. That's your I love it. Right? It lets me vent frustration with situations in life that I, I don't think are handled correctly. A little bit stress so. relief there. Yeah, exactly. It's like bad people get what's coming to them. I'd, there you go. That's pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> what I need in life. So let me ask you this, because, you know, our listeners, there's probably some that's up in comic, you know, comic. What is the best advice that you were given that you could give to them as they are coming up in the industry? Don't be afraid to talk to people and ask questions. Um, I'm happy to help. Uh, answer questions for anybody just getting into it. That's why I love doing shows like this because especially it's it's near and dear to my heart when I see little girls say, I want to draw and um, I'm making my own stories and, and we sit and talk all the time. That's That was me. me. My dad took me to comic cons and stuff as a, as a kid and so um, I was able to get some encouragement from creators when I was you know nine and ten years old at, at these sort of things and then I get to see them at shows now and say thank you for, for helping me out but yeah don't don't be afraid to reach out uh, also finish finish something don't don't get discouraged and just put it away even if you have to put it down for a little while come back to it um, you know you, you might gain perspective you might have a new idea uh, you might just improve um, with your technique and all so so yeah don't don't throw anything away and even if you don't like something right now you can always come back to it that's amazing advice right there yeah that would be great what is your favorite con story do you have a favorite like a favorite question that's been asked or a favorite artist that you've met or a celebrity? Um, well, let's see. One of, one of my favorites, just because he's one of my favorite artists, uh, Walt Simonson dropped by my table one time and, and he looked at some things and he was just chatting. He was taking a break. And um, the fellow next to me had, been, had spent the whole con 
trying to get a picture of Stan Lee behind a curtain on the next row. And, uh, <laughs> and he was, you know, just trying so hard. And Walt Simonson comes up and he talks for a minute. And I'm like, you know, I walked away. I'm like, oh, it's Walt <laughs> And he's like, who was that? And I just wanted to flip his table and come at him with a chair. And like, you show some respect. <laughs> oh, man. So I want you to do me a favor. I want you to tell our audience how they can find your work and how they can follow you on social media and plug your book for us. Okay. Well, I'm at inversepress.com. Uh, I'm at Amanda Rachels and all my social media. I Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook.com slash Amanda Rachel's Art on, on Facebook. Um, see, there's so many. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're, we're often on Kickstarter. We also have an imprint called Squared Circle Comics where we produce the biographies of, of wrestlers from the WWE and the, the WWE. I was waiting for her to bring that up because I saw your eyes light yeah. up on that, right? Yeah, we've got a couple of them coming up. Um, Jake Hager, the Jack Swagger. We just got his book in. We're doing Sunny the Glow Girl. Um, we've got Hacksaw Jim Duggan Volume Two coming up. Just all kinds of stuff. <laughs> you see your you eyes gotta come up. see me. I know. Like I saw when I was walking by the Bruno <laughs> San Martino, and I was just like, Oh my got goodness! Bruno. Oh my goodness! Um, we've got uh, our Nikolai Volkov book. Uh, it's actually in comic shop, so you can get that one. Uh, pretty much any of them. <laughs> I uh, think Ryan just uh, figured out where he's spending his money. He's going to go hunt for that. Yes, yeah, he's made my yeah. day totally. <laughs> well, I'm so glad that you were able to join us. Where are you going to next? What's your next where big event? Next? Um, I'm at Infinity Con in Tallahassee. Oh, nice. Right. So everybody in Tallahassee, go out and see Amanda Rachels. Amanda, Come thank you so much for joining us for this interview. Thank you, guys. And, uh, yeah, I will be by your booth here soon. Awesome. Again. Hope to see you there. Thank you so much. Oh, Amanda. Amanda! Amanda! All right, guys, we are back. This is the Eclectic Collective Podcast. I am Brian, and with me is Vance Capley and Dave Good. Thanks for having a, a chance to come and talk to us, guys. It's really looking forward to talk to you about some stuff. Thank you. We're glad to be here. Awesome, awesome. Um, so, again, this is Dave Capley. And, uh, I mean, sorry, Vance Capley and Dave Good. I get blah, 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 blah. English escapes uh, him. English escapes me. Sorry about that. <laughs> These guys uh, work in the artist world, um, graphic design. Design, comic book art, self-taught, which is awesome, by the way. Thank so you. many years in the business, amazing artwork. Um, so, guys, I just want to start it out with uh, Vance. Uh, since I, I did, uh, man, I, I love your work for one reason. I love every all the, the the work over there. Absolutely amazing, very detailed, so cool. And coming for me personally, coming from the mystery, the horror film genre, yeah. love it. That's my life. Um, I, I just the, the aspect, the work, the detail is absolutely fabulous. Um, so what I want to start it out with, Vance, um, self-taught, uh, coming up in the business. Um, what got you into the world of drawing? What just, where did it start? Well, uh, how far do you want to go back? Oh man, take me back to the beginning. <laughs> take right. me back. Time. <laughs> My mom said the first thing she because uh, I don't remember this. Mom remembers it. She said that when I was really small, I took a blue crayon and drew water, and I wanted water. I couldn't say water. I drew it. Just so, drew it. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, that's awesome. But business wise, I was like drawing pictures and selling them in high school. Nice. Yeah. 
And it just so so the uh, the. The, the, the form, your, your art form and everything came so naturally, I'm assuming. It, and you, it was it, so it was, was it that? Did you have to kind of like get some books, maybe help yourself out a little bit? Or did it really come naturally and you just kind of had to hone it in and just bring it up over the years? Well, like, you know, anatomy and things like that, you yes. have to learn that. Absolutely. So, but otherwise, I was like drawing whatever I could see or try to, you know, yeah. emulate on paper. Mm-hmm. Um, but like when I went to trying to learn to do comics, it was like, well, I'll just—it's the same size as a comic. I'll yeah. draw it that size. That's 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 pretty cool though. Um, so what's uh, Dave? What really brought you in to the world of comic books, artists, and everything like that? The Adventures of Superman. Back nice. In, uh, late fifties. I'm a bit older than Vance is. <laughs> and then I found out there were Superman comic books. Yeah. From Superman, I got into Batman and the Justice League. There you awesome. go. Awesome. <laughs> I love me some Justice League. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I used to draw too, but uh, yeah. I, I started writing and I found this fellow. Nice. nice. And <laughs> then the combo cr- created. Exactly. We've known each other for over a decade. Nice. It's close to 15 years. That's awesome. Yeah. That is so awesome. So, what would you? What was the? Where did where did your writing start? Where did where did that come from? And just get to the point of where the literary magazine at John Burroughs yes. Junior High in oh, Yonkers. Wow, <laughs> that is awesome. That is awesome. Brings it way back, yeah. way back. <laughs> so, um, in as you guys create, you know, create some stuff together. You've came together. You've been together for many years now. Um, man, love the Monster Magazine. Thank I you. love Dr. Judo, uh, Jazz Acid. Uh, oh, man, God. love now, Jazz now Acid. You're dropping back. I'm <laughs> dropping back into some history here. Um, so you, you've come this far. Uh, what would you say in the writing and illustrating world? What would you say your best? What were your favorite? Have you at where have you where would it come from? What would you say, Vance? We'll start with you. What would you say? Are you are you asking from their own from work? Their own work. Their favorite. Your of their own, own work. work. Yes. Um, I, I th- my favorite that I've worked on is Jazz Acid because I spent so much time work. I did it all the way through once. Yep. And I was like so mad because I couldn't draw it the way I see it in my head. <laughs> so I started all over, and it's on uh, SmackGs.com. Oh, awesome. That is so cool. It's not completed yet, but it's, it looks a lot better. That is so cool. Can y'all talk to a little bit? You just mentioned Smack Jeeves. What is Smack Jeeves? I just discovered that. Uh, SmackJeeves.com. That's a website where people who want to get into comics but don't have the money for printing. Yeah. It's e-comic essentially, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay. And it's right. free to use and it's... it's oh, really? Great, yeah. It's great exposure. It's free to publish, free to consume. That's yeah. awesome. That is Whoa. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's good that stuff. So Sign me up. I, j- I just discovered it <laughs> doing research for this show. I was like, what is this? Yeah. I, I've been missing all my life. <laughs> so, Dave, from a writing perspective, which one of you, which one, what was your favorite? Uh, Dr. Judo. Yeah, when you awesome. see, I'm wearing the Dr. Absolutely. Judo I've been um, into martial arts. Oh, sorry. That's okay. Keep forgetting yeah. that. That's all right. We, to be a DJ. You, <laughs> you got to get into the mic. The mic. <laughs> right. You got you to gotta talk to her like she's a nice one. <laughs> been into the martial arts ever since I was awesome. 12. My brother who died in Nam, he taught me when I was a little boy and I just carried through on it. I that's you know, everybody thinks that comic book people are like bookish nerds. No. Uh, I get to brag that I was a three letter man in high school making awesome. World City and 
both track and wrestling and then from there I got back into the judo awesome that, see I love that right there is amazing from a comic book coming from experience is amazing I, I wanted to put on a mask and go out into the street fight crime no. and I, <laughs> I said gee I ought to know how to take care of myself I wish he's I kind of got that, his, but I'd probably get hit pretty hard. he's kind of got his uh, dark origin story I'm just saying there you go I'm just saying <laughs> so looking forward um, I mean you're doing some amazing stuff I love like I said I love your art uh, and everything is there anything in the future a big picture you're working on right now I would like to eventually get the visual comics line the things that I work on I want to blow it up big I want to start producing book, you know, monthly books yes. I have tons of superhero ideas of my own I want to see those out there and I want to take his line the good comics line I want it to blow up I want all this I want all of us to be making comics and magazines and just having a blast man I, I, yeah. you couldn't ask for a, co- a cooler thing and a cooler way to do it oh, um, so guys where can everybody listening to the podcast uh, get to your stuff like what's a website or anything that Facebook, they can reach out Facebook, social media where can we find shout you? it out to us yeah we well, want to find you tell okay, us where we can find uh, you guys vancekepleyart.com uh, I'm on Facebook, Vance Capley. I'm on Twitter, um, Smack Jeeves. I'm pretty much everywhere, aren't I? Yeah, yeah. Aren't uh, all over the place. You can see <laughs> all <over> Instagram. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, we're just, it's everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. Uh, can you just, mention the blog? The Say what? Stuff blog, the good stuff Yeah, there's blog. the good stuff blog we do weekly. Awesome. Uh-huh. Check yes, that please. out. Ask a yeah. question. I have a question. Sure. Just for uh, those trying to get into the comic book world. Yeah. If there was an artist who couldn't write or a writer who couldn't draw, how would they be able to meet, like, you know, to uh, collaborate? Are, are there good ways to collaborate with those of one side or the other? Well, I'll put it in the day there was a magazine called uh, CBG Comic Book Buyer's Guide. And that's how me and him hooked up through that. They had like uh, classifieds in the back. Awesome. A writer looking for artist, artist looking for writer. They don't have that no more. So oh. social media is a good place to do this. Yeah. And there's like uh, comic book writers, comic book artists, groups um, on Facebook, of course. Right. So there's a group yeah. for Facebook. For yeah. yeah. He's picked yeah. up a lot of well, work since we've been working yeah. together. People seen our stuff and they yeah, you just in touch with that's it. it is good. I mean, because like I said, I love the that the whole CB the whole. Um, community in the back of the uh, books and everything yeah. being able to meet like that you just don't really have that but at the same time communities are out there in the social media world it, it does help a little bit to replace something we lost um, even though that was a cool way um, well I mean that that is really cool to hear guys it was a pleasure talking to you guys thank you so thank awesome you for having again us Vance Capley David Good you guys so cool to meet you so cool to interview and thanks for being on thank you so much for thanks for having having us that's awesome hello everyone we are live again still at the Columbia Comic Con Expo I've got with me today a great great comic book artist Adam Buttry 
<clears throat> Adam, how are we doing today? Doing great. How about you guys? Oh, doing great. I love, we're so glad to be out here with you guys. And we are actually right next to Adam, so we get to check out all his cool work. He, <clears throat> all the cool work he's done. He's working on a John Wick that one of the guys is trying to steal. <laughs> <laughs> it is awesome, dude. Thank that you. John I appreciate Wick that. Is sick. Well, Adam, welcome to the Eclectic Collective. Yeah. First off, I want to start with the question that probably gets asked to a lot of artists. What got you here? What brought you to comics? Oh, wow. Um, well, I'm an only child, so I got to have a lot of time that wasn't split between siblings, so I had to make my own fun as a kid. So I spent hours and hours in my room just soaking up every page. Um, I noticed that you know not only was I into the stories, but... It appealed to me really early on, just like all the, like every single little stroke of a pen, how they colored it. And I was like, wow. you know what? I'm, I need to do this. <laughs> now, I like to ask every artist and writer this question. Were you a reader or were you a collector? Mainly reader. I, I, I did collect a lot. Did you I did. Beat, did, you beat, did you beat the comics up when you read them? No, no, no. You? I kid gloved them. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> me, I wasn't. I, my, my, my comics are beat. <laughs> Yeah, Matt, were you a reader or a collector? Uh, both. Uh, you know, there was an age where I, I read the crap out of them, tore them up, and then I got to an age where I bought yeah. two copies. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, Adam, what you working on right now? I've actually got quite a few irons in the fire. I'm uh, doing some stuff just for fun here today, but I have a long list of commissions that I'm trying to put the wraps on. I have a... Um, convention coming up in july fanboy expo in knoxville love uh, that con that's yeah it's, it's, con. it's seriously a, a great show um great people put it on uh, that's july 12 13th and 14th and so i'm just kind of finishing up some stuff with that that's and, awesome yeah. i'm gonna display some stuff for our facebook fans right now yeah. this is some of adam's art he does the flash like villains so well i love <laughs> your reverse flash thank you that, that's actually one of my favorites and your the, your new spider-man for the playstation yeah that is just uh that's one of my favorite spider-man costumes i love so it. far like it had in the past me. few years so when you draw yeah. spider-man what's your favorite costume to draw well I'm, I'm all about just traditional classic red and blue um but I, I do like this new PS4 suit. It's 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 growing it's on nice, me. It's cool. It? I don't mind that big white spider anymore. But yeah, um, it, it was fun because I, I tend to change. My favorite character is typically Batman, but Spider-Man's always running a neck and neck close. See, second. that's going to be my next question. <laughs> are you DC or are you Marvel? Oh, I'm definitely more Marvel. I mean, even with even with Batman technically being my favorite. And I have other favorites, you know, Flash, Green right. Lantern, and stuff. But yeah, I'm I'm about ninety percent Marvel. Yeah, a lot of people these days are because you know the movies are super popular. Yeah. Um, what's your most popular commission? I get a lot of, well, honestly, Spider-Man stuff. I've actually even have another Spider-Man piece uh, that a guy's wanting right now, but <laughs> it it also varies wildly depending on where I'm at, and it's kind of like what the demographic is for the type mm-hmm. of show. I get asked to do anything from something that's just like brutally bloody all the way down to My Little Pony. I mean, <laughs> oh, wow. it's all over the place. Yeah, wow. comm- commissions these days, people like just are on the odd ends of spectrums. Yeah. I've noticed that they'll be like, hey, can you draw the crow for me? And you're like, cool, yeah. And then, hey, can I get SpongeBob? Right. Well, yeah, and I actually have a uh, SpongeBob piece in my oh. uh, originals book up there right now. Nice. Oh, wow. <laughs> 
That is awesome. So, how long have you been doing it? How long have you been? Well, how long you been drawing? Quote professionally, um, I've been I've been actually doing the convention circuits and stuff about four four and a half years. But as far as just drawing, ever since I could hold a pencil. Yeah. What's the biggest con you've ever been to? Right now, or currently, wa- or want to go to? Well, I would I would love to go to San Diego. Who wouldn't? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but who's, you know, the the money and the miles, right? Yeah, right. But, That's but, what stops us. Yeah. Well, and actually being able to get tickets. Right. Yeah. Or and the lines down multiple blocks. Yeah. But yeah, yeah I mean, I do really enjoy Fanboy. Uh, if if nobody has actually been there before, that's definitely worth hitting up. That's a great show. That that's one of the bigger ones. I always do. And also, uh, I did Lexington one time, and that was a fun show. Pretty big as well. They, the Matt and Ryan, that's the same con you went to, right? Yeah, we went its first year. Yeah, yeah. we haven't we haven't had really had a chance to go back, but its first year at that Knoxville uh, Convention Center. Right, we right. Have you ever uh, thought about going to Heroes Con in Charlotte, North Carolina? I almost went this year. I was I was close, but this is actually my second job. Um, I work for a medical clinic, oh. and. I work anywhere. I'm gone usually 15 hours a day. Right. And so I get a lot of off days, but my off days are completely spent doing the artwork. Right. And the, still, my schedule just didn't permit for me to be able to work it in. I, I kind of hated that, but right. one of these days I'll go. The only thing I don't like about it is it's on Father's Day weekend. Like yeah. Some of the fathers who want to go to it. But it right. is, if you ever have a chance for artists like yourself, it's a great... I mean, that's what it is. I've heard good things. I've been... What, Brian? We've been... Past four years, three, four years. I've been, yeah, four or five years, and it's for an artist. It's just, oh, so amazing. Well, Adam, thank you for coming on to the show. We appreciate it. Um, Plug your, uh, tell, tell our listeners where you we can find you. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, my website is uh, buttery dot design, just my last name b u t t r e y dot design, and also am uh, on Instagram. I post pretty frequently on there, and you can find me the same thing, just at buttery design. Adam, thank you so much for joining us on the Eclectic Collective. Yeah, I really appreciate and, it, guys. Uh, have a good show. Yeah, thank you. Alright family, we are back live at the Columbia Comic Book and Toy Expo. Thank you all for uh, keeping up with us today. Thank you all for tuning in. We have another super special guest with us today. Um, And uh, I'm so sorry, I've totally blanked on your name again. What was your name again? Uh, I'm Mandy Anders. And you're with the Book of Nosferatu comic. Mm -hmm. Um, Can you tell us a little about that? I kind of did some research on it and checked it out. Um, Really cool stuff. A lot of black and white. Mm -hmm. um, And um, seems like a kind of a post-apocalyptic type story. Um, Tell us about, um, first of all, tell us um, a little bit about what you're writing and where we can find it. Um, So my webcomic is available to view on the thebookofnosferatu.com mm-hmm. we've got about 30 chapters up which okay. is about like 30 comic books mm-hmm. they're usually released a page at a time twice a week oh, black and white yeah. like you had mentioned mm-hmm. um, the story is set in a post-apocalyptic future it's following two sisters uh, one of who which is basically human and the other one who is um, half of a being called Nosferatu which is basically kind of like a blend between a demon and an angel oh okay all right so 
Um, so, um, what was your? Uh, so you do the artistry and the writing? Yes. Okay. So, what was your initial um, inspiration? Um, my initial ideas is really coming from fan ideas from different things I read as a kid, like um, Dracula comic books, and then like watching Highlander TV show. This mm-hmm. idea of the immortal okay. carrying on character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's where a lot of that came from. And then I loved a lot of uh, Vincent Price films and old Christopher Lee films too. Mm-hmm. So we get the horror stuff in there as well and when I finally started actually getting things down on paper there was a big boom in zombie stuff at the time there was um, the newer Romero films had come out and Walking Dead was starting to come out so that kind of was like I knew I wanted it to be in a time where it wasn't the set in the present. I was like, well, we could do post-apocalypse, and our apocalypse was actually a zombie outbreak, and now they got to deal with things way down the road that is it, actually is happened. Post, is post-apocalyptic uh, where your major fandom lies, or is or is it a combo of that and horror, or where do you um, think that where do you think your your major fandom is? It's probably a lot more B horror stuff. Um, okay, definitely a lot of vampire stuff too. So B, B movie horror. Yeah. Oh, nice. Tell me some so, of your faves. Um. Well, my husband's favorite is actually um, the Leslie Nielsen one. Um, the Dracula thing? No. Um, oh, my goodness. I do love that movie, too, though. <laughs> uh, no, it's really uh, Forbidden Planet. That's oh, his yeah, favorite. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. Um, I really like They Live, which is a little bit more 80s. Yeah, okay. And, and, it, and then I love, uh, there was a lot of old Vincent Price movies I really liked, which some of them don't quite really make it up into B-level. They're like better than that. Okay. They had one that was The Raven, um, House of Wax, the original oh, House yeah, of Wax, he did, yeah, House yeah, on yeah. Haunted Hill, all that stuff I really That was loved. one of my favorites, The Fly, the original, mm-hmm. the Vincent yeah. Price. I love Vincent Price stuff. Yeah, uh, the original Vincent Price, 13 Ghosts. I really yes, like that one, that too. that was a good one, too. So, I didn't like the, re- the newer remake of yeah. 13 Ghosts. So I actually I like I've gone through and watched a lot of uh, older horror movies, including stuff people didn't notice uh, know a whole lot about. Um, trying to think real quick. There's one. It's not circus. I cannot remember it right now. Oh, it's Sorry, okay. It's like on the no, spot. no, no, no. I, I get yeah. it. Trust me. Red light fright. We call it. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's hard to remember when you're on the spot. Um, so you have the um, the online e-comic at Book of mm-hmm. Nosferatu. Do you have any anything else going on? Um, right now, that's all we've got going on. I've developed a lot of other ideas I want to make into um, web comics as well, and mm-hmm. then I'd love to get either picked up by hello, a company. <laughs> hello, <laughs> went dark out. The here. lights just went out, or I just had a seizure. One, hello. Nope. So. At least we didn't lose power. So. That's true. <laughs> so we're still here. Sorry. Um, I would love to um, publish with a company, maybe something like Dynamite would be good, okay. or Dark Horse eventually. I've done some submissions, but um, it's really, I think, telling my old stories, and there's a lot of story to tell because oh, yeah. I do research into ideas of like what the backgrounds look like, what the buildings look like, um, how the monsters are actually going to be in function, how it has to do with mythology, and I do character designs for characters that you may only see like a little bit in the background too but okay. they have their own design and everything on them too okay so your um, your online comic at mm-hmm. the book of Nosferatu um, is it a you got 30 chapters you said published mm-hmm. is it a long story arc or is it is it with a bunch of mini story arcs or is it something they can pick up with the latest episode or do they need to start with epi- with ep- uh, chapter one episode one or whatever yeah they probably want to start with chapter one because each there's little 
sub-contained sub-stories in it, but it's all following the major overall There's still story a major arc, arc story yeah. arc coming on. That's awesome. So. That's really cool. Um, is there... So this is all uh, electronic mm-hmm. right now. Is there any plans or hopes in the future to get this print? Uh, well, we have a self-published copy of the first four oh, chapters. Oh, you do? Of oh, yeah. the first four chapters. Okay. Yeah, I've actually brought copies with me here. Nice. Um, so some people do like to pick that up because they like a physical copy. We've done it kind of more in a manga format, a smaller book format. Mm-hmm. Um, so eventually, if we, we do well selling those, we might look at publishing the rest of it as well. Okay. We did that through Kaboom. They do a yeah. lot of independent okay. publishing. So. Okay. Um, so, um, so for our listeners out there right now, how can they keep up with you and what you're doing? Where can they find you and keep up with all your artwork? The best thing, I think, is probably um, on the Book of Nosferatu website, but we do Facebook posts mm-hmm. as the Book of Nosferatu as well. And my okay. husband will actually do updates saying, hey, we're going to this convention, or hey, there's a new comic page out, or if there's okay. any other projects that we work on, he'll put notifications through there. So that's a really good way to follow us. Okay. We've got a Tumblr account, too. Okay. Well, so some people are really into that. All right. Um, and what's next for you? Uh, your next convention, or where are you going to be um, next? Next convention is going to be Fanboy in Knoxville, and then oh, probably I love, that. I love yeah, Fanboy, and then probably Ace in Asheville once okay. they put a date up for that too. Okay. So. All right. Well, listen. Thank you so much for sitting down and talking with me today, um, and uh, I hope we can bring you some new uh, some new fans to your uh, uh, to your artwork because it's really really good. Um, if you guys out there are listening, the book of us the book of Nosferatu dot com yes. is that correct? Mm-hmm. Go check it out. Um, it is amazing artwork. I'm I'm, I'm excited to read the stories. Um, and uh, again, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us today. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for talking to me. I All appreciate right. It. We are here with L.D. Valencia, the man, the myth, the legend, who is the author of The Gifted Complex. Thank you for joining us, man. Thank you guys for having me. This is awesome. Have you had a lot of people come over to your booth? Yeah, and, you know, been, been talking to a lot of people to tell them about what the book is and kind of what my, my hope is with the story. And um, my Your hopefully. story intrigues me. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well, let's, uh, let's ask the million-dollar question. Mm-hmm. When did you start writing? Uh, probably seven or eight years ago. Um, this was actually, um, I'm a teacher by trade and, um, I was teaching my students, uh, about the writing process and parts of a story and everything. And, um, I wrote this little one page story and my kids loved it so much. And they told me, Mr. V, you gotta get this published. And I was like, oh, that's cute. Yeah, right. You want to give a shout out to your school? Yeah, um, I teach at Allendale Elementary in Spring Hill. Allendale. Shout out. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And so uh, from there, I kind of started thinking maybe I will do that. And so I went through writing it and rewriting it and editing and going back and scrapping things and coming back to it. And so uh, finally, uh, several years later, it's finished. So, okay. So knowing authors, there are a lot of people that write books quickly mm-hmm. and some that take many many years yeah, yeah. are you right in the middle are does it is the process that takes you to uh create the characters the plots the you know uh it, it, does that take a long time it you? does yeah um 
I have, uh, I want to do a five book series, and so I have the first three mostly finished and outlined and everything, um, but then you have to go back and scrap things and re-go, uh, go through parts, and the editing process alone takes a long time, um, so it can take a very, very long time. So tell us about the uh, Gifted Complex. We're very intrigued. We've yeah. all did a little research awesome, on the awesome. book, and... Uh, we will be buying the book Sounds and good. reading it. So yes. tell us a little bit about the book. Uh, so it's a story uh, about superheroes in a world where superpowers are very common. So um, it, they have kind of infiltrated all parts of society. Um, and so if you have a super speed, maybe you work as a delivery person. Or um, if you can teleport, that might be something in transportation. So it's a world just like that. And so it's about this boy named Gabriel who has superpowers. And he goes off to school. And he gets kind of pulled into this secret agency that he didn't know about and he learns that um, there's a lot of things going on behind the scenes that he didn't realize and he kind of uh, turns into eventually a kind of a spy meets superhero story. So is there a story of how this came to you? Like the concept of the book? Is there a story in there or did uh, were you inspired uh, by the world of superheroes to where you wanted to put them in this? Yeah, background? I'm one of those kids that um, I wouldn't gravitate towards reading right away. Um, I was actually much more into comic books as a kid and I didn't really like novels and chapter books and stuff and so um, that was what I consumed as content was yeah. Spider-Man and Iron Man and that's what I like to read and it wasn't until I got older that I learned to love to read and that's kind of what inspired me to become a reading teacher. Yeah. And so, yeah, there's a little bit of Spider-Man influence in there because his whole responsibility and, you know, that with that great power, kind of that method and that theme has really uh, been important to me. So that's been an influence. And then um, all manner of superhero stories have been influenced here and there. Oh, that's amazing. Is what is the easiest and hardest part of the process of writing a book? Um, I think coming up with ideas is easy to me it comes easy just coming up with an idea but some of the hardest parts is looking at your work and saying wow that's really terrible and I need to fix that yeah so it can be hard um, I think Stephen King is the one who said you know you have to write 10,000 words before you get something really good and yeah so I went through I think two drafts before I actually was like okay it's finally to a point where I actually like my own story and yeah. where it's like where I can actually say yeah I want to put this out do you have a favorite character in your own book um I like the character Simon a lot um and I think Jake is really fun to write because he's a little bit more, um, he's not myself. He's very different than me. So it's kind of fun writing a character that's very different to yourself. Yeah. Um, he's a little more impetuous. He does things. He's a hothead. And so it's fun to write. Like He's just uh, an interesting and fun person to write about. So uh, are, are the characters that you created in this book, are they based on somebody you know or are these completely created by you? Um, I think all the characters have a little bit of um, influence. Um, so there are some characters that are very much like myself. There are some characters that are very much like people I know. But no character is 100% a ripoff of a person I know. But okay. there, are, there are some things that have happened in real life or um, character traits that I've borrowed from people I know, definitely. Okay, so uh, what are some, being, being an author, uh, and you've said you've written, you've got three books out mm-hmm. now. Um, what are some of your favorite books and authors that are out there? Do you have a favorite book or an author or both in the same? Uh, huge fan of Brandon Sanderson and all his epic fantasy stuff. Um, big fan of like the Wheel of Time series. I love those big, huge fantasy stories. Um, I'm a big fan of the um, Lorian legacy stories. They're kind of a cool take on superheroes, but aliens also. 
So how are you? Uh, uh, we know that you're at a con promoting your book. Yeah. Are there other ways that you're promoting your book? Uh, social media is probably the biggest one. Um, I try and do a lot of school events as well as a teacher. Um, I, uh, one of the things I've actually just started looking to do because I wasn't exactly sure how to do it is to. Yeah. Um, we have a lot of children's hospitals in Nashville, so I want to kind of oh, wow. try and get into that yeah, yeah. and and help out with um, maybe you know come dress as superheroes yeah. or um, do read alouds and things like that. Just you know um, bring some joy to those kids. So that's something that I've been looking into trying to do. That's amazing. And if you post anything, we'll definitely share it on yes. our page. Yeah. Uh, we encourage things like that. Um, we, we love uh, to be a part of the community right. and everything. Uh, so uh, is there another book planned for the future? Do you yeah. have? Yeah. Book two, I'm s- hoping to have finished and ready for uh, 2020. 2020. Right. That's yeah. something to look for. So tell the fans out there where they can buy your book and uh to look up information about future books that you'll yeah. be writing. Yeah, um, you can check out the Gabriel Green Files on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, you can also uh, purchase the books on Amazon, Books in Million, and Barnes and Noble. That's great. Thank you so much for joining us. That was L.D. Valencia, the author of The Gifted Complex. B, please go out to Amazon. Yes. Amazon Are they yeah. in stores? or Yeah, uh, you can get them at Barnes & Noble, Books A Million as well. Nice. Barnes & Noble, yes, Books A Million, Amazon. Please go to, the, go to those stores, buy this book. Uh, thank you so much, L.D. Thank we you appreciate you being on. We're big fans. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's a pleasure, guys. How's it going, collect, Eclectic Collective? We are <clears throat> live at the Columbia Comic Con Toy Expo. I got with me Daniel Powers and Shadow King, two cosplayers who, well, we got Lex Luthor and uh, Deathstroke. So, I mean, they're on the same team, of course, because uh, they're the Legion of Doom. Um, so, guys, how long have you guys been cosplaying? Daniel, let's start with you. Uh, started back in... 2014? 20, 20, 2013? Something like that. It was 2013, 2014, and my first cosplay was actually Deadpool, as I told y'all earlier. Right. Deadpool as a pirate. A pirate? At the Tennessee Renaissance Festival. That is... That's awesome. <laughs> That's you, really do cool. Do you still do that one, or uh, are you just... You like to change it up. I, I change it up, but I do still have all of my cosplays. I... I have all the parts and pieces that I could do it again anytime. That's awesome. Um, to date, I have six different variations of Deadpool. Wow. That's uh, a lot. <laughs> now, now i got to ask, when you say you have six variants of Deadpool, are they... They like, range from Doctor Who. Okay, I was about to say, do you have one base costume and then you just add accessories, or do you... I actually, until this year, I did not have a Deadpool costume. Oh. I had a Deadpool mask. Okay. And I went with that. Okay, okay. Shadow King, how long have uh, how long have you been cosplaying? About the same time, so in 2013. Um, it's a funny story. So, the, the Nick Fury uh, right. that I had on earlier... I've had Which was epic, by the way. Thank I love you. That Thank you. I've had that same jacket since 2013. That's the exact same jacket. Wow. That I've been wearing. That's uh, so. So you guys gotta like. It's you heavy, got, yeah. You gotta hit. <laughs> you guys gotta hit the gym so you stay the uh, the same. You know, I just I just thought about the shield. Yeah. Training facility. 
No, I've been doing. Um, I started out with Nick Fury. Nick Fury is my favorite right. uh, character. Um, Who doesn't like Samuel L. Jackson? Right, right, right. I mean, and it just popped off from there. Actually, so in the community that we have in here in Tennessee, mm-hmm. while I have many other cosplays, the one everyone knows me for is Nick Fury. Nick Fury. I mean, I earlier when we saw you as Nick Fury, I could see the. You know, some cosplayers have confidence in their characters, and you can tell when they're cosplaying new. I've gone, I go to like New York Comic Con every year, and I can tell who's a new cosplayer and who's a veteran cosplayer. And been in it for a little while. Right. Yeah. Some who who are confident in their in who they're portraying and stay in character, and some who are just, yeah, doesn't it look cool? <laughs> I can sew. I mean, there are quite a few of those. Yeah. But. Love the Nick Fury. So, thank you, man. I gotta, I gotta ask um, the the dumb question that a lot of people do ask. So, when it's Halloween, okay, and I know you guys got an arsenal of costumes. Do you go trick or treating in your costumes with yeah. children or without, or do you, um, or events? I mean, like go out to the events, or is Halloween when you guys take a day off? If I'm not working, <laughs> then, uh, I will. I do go out to like parties and like that, but primarily it's just. Halloween's every day for us. Really. Well, yeah, it's Hall- <laughs> Halloween's every day, but we also uh, we also go to the zoo. Yeah, every okay. weekend and well, uh, October. Yeah. So, how much money? If I wanted to get into cosplay right now, if I if I wanted to to start at the beginning, I guess beginner. Yeah. What price range am I looking at? You want to take it? I mean, you've got most of the armor, so probably be the uh, the best question. You go for the expensive armor for GP. Well, um, I will say this: on anything that you do, if you're going to start out in cosplay, start out with the base stuff first. Like okay. my first Deathstroke mask was uh, a neo, like a neoprene or a ski mask. Okay, that was the cheap mask. Right. It was like seventeen dollars, twelve, off seventeen dollars off whatever. Amazon. Um, the next one I got was like a $30 mask. Then the next one I got was like a $75 mask. Right. So as it goes, I, I just build what I can as I go. Okay. Um, and that's basically what I feel like cosplay is. Yeah. You right. never are completely done yeah. with anything. Yeah. I mean, I've got a Boba Fett costume that I, I bought the helmet that they came out with. The It all started from the helmet yeah. um, mm-hmm. that, that Hasbro released. You know, the one that oh, you could I do the voice that. changer yeah. and it had the thing oh, yeah. like... I wanted to be a Mandalorian, so I went on Amazon and I bought armor, and then I bought a jumpsuit, and I'm still working on that, Mm -hmm. and I did that in 2013, 12, 13, and I'm still working on that costume, and I've never finished it, because I kind of lost the passion for it. Yeah, I I can definitely understand that. Just because it became, it started becoming more expensive, yeah. like the helmet and then the armor and then the. So I, I mean, I see what you're saying. Start. I started big, yeah. and I should have started small. Well, I mean, it's right. ba- it, what it is. Um, you know, I've had, I've had people tell me, "Oh man, I want to cosplay," but like, it just looks so expensive. I'm like, I'm in a suit and right. a shirt from home, and it's about portraying the character. Right. If I, if I was a switch, this is Lex Luthor. <laughs> nice. Superman will die. I mean, it's it's just a switch, <laughs> right? And so, um, I mean, with that Nick Fury, it's my first cosplay, right? And so, the I mean, the only thing that was most expensive for that was the jacket. That was on Amazon for like what fifty bucks. Mm-hmm. I had a black T-shirt on, cargo pants, boots, bought an eye patch for me. It was simple, and I've had that since 2013. I've made improvements, different, different pants, right. different. 
and your weapons and all that stuff, it doesn't have to be an expensive thing. Party City, um, there are several different um, sites that have like Zentai suits or cheap cosplay for the starter. Start cheap. It always looks, it looks crap. No, it's what you are wearing. You bought it. You want to be that character? Be the character. Right. And build off of that. Well, and a lot of things, kids these days, I've seen like Miles Morales when the new Spider-Man movie came out. Yeah. You could get the almost the onesie of it, and it was like... 43 bucks on Amazon. Yeah, it's like 40, yeah it was like 40 bucks, and it looks legit. I mean, yeah. when we were kids, I don't we know didn't how... Have that. You, I had the plastic mask and the, you know... Right, <laughs> and, they, and they, they still make muscle suits, yeah. which annoy me. Yeah, uh, yeah muscle yeah. suits are... Like, no, no, no. I, I will never wear like a well, costume like, muscle oh, suit. I will inject here. Do not get a muscle suit. No. no. Ever, They're ever. Unless it's a professional... Right, like Batman suit that has been glued to yeah, a right. professional done muscle like suit. Like they do your body under, yeah. like right. mold of yeah. your body, and then it just tones up areas, right. not yeah. the the puffy where it looks like somebody stabbed you in the chest with an air gun. Right, right. Yeah, they're so bad. They are so horribly bad. Those it muscle took me, suits. It took me like months to find a decent Black Panther for my nephew that wasn't a muscle suit. Like yeah. I mean, I was, I was searching around Halloween, and you know, in the stores, you find, you know, all the muscle suits. One, like, can I just get one that doesn't have muscles on it? Right. So yeah, no, definitely okay. go try to go for streamline, simple, start small. It's really fun. Okay, so Daniel, Deathstroke, your go-to guy? Uh, yes, since the last uh, about two, three years now. Yeah. He's been my go-to. Um, we actually started the Legion of Doom last year. Okay, that's um, the Nashville Legion of Doom. The Nashville yeah. Legion okay. of Doom. Um, we basically got together with a bunch of cosplayer group friends, and we sat around and was like, we all do these villain cosplays, and most of us do DC villains. And right. It's like, nobody's ever done it. We walk around cons, and we see Wonder Woman, Batman, Flash, and all these people all together all the time, and we're just sitting here like... Why don't we make a group? Where's the love yeah. for the villains? Where's the love yeah. for the villains? Yes. I mean, it's yes. like when I put that helmet on, I am Slade Wilson. When love I it. put that helmet on, I become the Terminator. Right. Now, do you ever, you know, Slade sometimes got the, uh, do you ever do the old Slade? Uh, the old Slade Wilson? Unfortunately, no. <laughs> I have a 45 hour job that I have to, <laughs> I have to keep. <laughs> I can't do the. Well, I know, I know, I've seen a few that do the young and then they'll t- yeah. mix up the cosplay, they'll throw in the. I mean, if you old. see right here, I have gray coming in <laughs> yeah, already. Yeah, but so. that, that's not makeup, bro. That's that, that's, that's real. That's real. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting that, too. I have a th- four-year-old. That's the reason why it's coming in. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. I don't have children, but everyone around me does. Rose is such a Everyone in, everyone yeah. in the, the eclectic collective. She is a doll. <laughs> so, is, is Nick Fury is your go-to? It's my go-to. Um, I've do, I'm... Uh, also, I do Luke Cage as well. Okay, and I so can see that. It just depends cool. for what I'm going for. Okay. Uh, I also do Cyborg. From That's Justice a good League. one. Uh, I do that a lot more around Halloween because that a lot of kids, a lot of kids watch the Teen Titans Go, so they they know right. Cyborg. I'm sitting there like, boo, yeah. Like, how so how elaborate is your Cyborg? So it's yes. what I was what I was telling earlier. Yeah. Party City suit. Okay. It's a, okay. It's a it's not a muscle suit. It's puffy, but it fits. Okay. And I had to do some adjustments to the helmet. The, the helmet was weird. It had the faceplate and everything, but it came with a 
plastic, like clear plastic shield. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. As soon as I put it on, it fogged up. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. oh no, you're not. <laughs> I gotta cut this out. Yeah. And so we did it. I did, got it right before Just Lee came out. We did a premiere at the theater. The kids came out, they loved it. It was a it was a hit that night. I didn't think it was gonna be that big because it looked, right. you know. But I was like, you know what? I'm just go for it, and it's been one of my biggest ones so far. So okay. And I'm going to inject into this. So when Harry came to me, he was saying, oh, oh yeah. at Halloween that year, we were talking about yeah. he was going to do Cyborg, and so I went to Goodwill. Uh, right. Of all places, no, that's the that's the cosplay. Oh yeah, heaven. That, that's the cosplay <laughs> heaven right there. <laughs> and found a bumblebee electric arm. Nice. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, that's perfect. Painted it. See, it's that little thing when you cosplay that you don't realize that people don't. When I tried to do it, I would try to build things out of like wood, you know, lightweight yeah. wood, right. And and PVC, and I and I, it didn't wasn't until later I realized a lot of these toys these days you can manipulate to yourself. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah, and that's that's actually something that I learned from another guy at our booth, and he taught me how to do it, and I've been doing it since, like Nerf guns, uh, everything. So do you guys only do superheroes or do you do video game? Uh, I'm trying to spread Like, I could see you as a Halo trooper. I, I can see you as a I Master Chief trooper. I would love to do that eventually. Um, I have a vampire that I do. Or a blade. More so. Okay. So. <laughs> I could see you do this blade, Blade man. is on my list. I have a just a like, normal vampire that I do mm-hmm. with the teeth and everything. Uh, actually, this shirt, actually. Um, we have a our Poison Ivy in our Legion of Doom mm-hmm. also does a Lady Blade, and so she's been trying to like do a shoot where she fights me for like it, it's been it's been so much fun messing with her with that. But uh, yeah, no, I would love to do more video game stuff. Um, like I'm working on Barrett from Final Fantasy. Yeah, I believe yeah. So it's a lot. It's a lot of fun. Just just trying to see what I can do. There's not I mean being. Being black in a in the mm-hmm. world is me. I I'm I'm just as Lex Luthor right now. Right. Lex Luthor's not black. Right. But well, Kingpin and the original. Di- oh yeah, I also do Kingpin. As well. Yeah, Darede- Daredevil. <laughs> yeah. You know, Kingpin's white, and then Michael Clark Duncan, I think was a great Kingpin. So it's arguably I, the best Kingpin. Yeah. When, when I do Kingpin, uh, I actually do the Vincent D'Onofrio version. Yeah. But everyone calls me. The Michael Clark Duncan. No, I'm like, no, no, no. I'm the I'm the head in the car door guy, not the white suit cane. Guy. <laughs> right, <laughs> but, uh, right. But yeah, no, like it's it's really fun just seeing what other you know black characters I can do. Right. But if I want to do something, I'll just do it. Right. You know, exactly. it should not let it you stand. Or, that, I want to do Lex Luthor. I do Lex Luthor. Uh, agree. I totally agree, 100. Uh, percent I I'm I've seen females cosplay male characters yeah. and I've seen male characters cosplay female characters just doing it their own I've seen a male Poison Ivy I thought was amazing yeah. I was I've, like I've wow it's really I, I you know go, I've been to a few cons like New York and, and Heroes Con and cons like that it's insane that some of the time and effort uh, putting into these cons yeah. guys thank you so much for coming no, on the show thank us. you for uh, we us. appreciate it uh, tell us tell our fans where they can find you at uh, social media uh, and where you'll be next so we are going to be what you can find us on Facebook at NashvilleLegionOfDoom.com okay and then you can find us on Instagram at NashvilleLegionOfDoom uh, we're going to be here today. We're going to be at the 
Hypericon in okay. July. That's the first, fifth, first sixth, and seventh. July, yeah. And then we're also going to be at the ICCC. Okay. Yeah, we'll be there in, too. Which is in September. We'll have to we'll have to see what we got next time. We'll get Nick Fury on instead of uh, Lex Luthor. <laughs> well, next well, time there might be a uh, armored up Lex Luthor. Oh, okay. it's in the works. Yeah, it's, it's in the works. So, uh, can't wait to see that. Yeah, man. I, I can't wait to be in. It's gonna be so much fun. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah, so well, guys, um, can, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, no. You got something else? You can tell find, me, tell you can find uh, Slade at Nashville Deathstroke on Instagram. You can find me at Shadow King Cosplay on uh, Instagram. Okay. And uh, no, we we love any and all of our supporters and people who just come by and talk to us. It's really fun doing this. We do this for the fun. Right. So it's, it's all about us. That's the main. That's why we do that's this. That's the main goal. <laughs> we do this for the fun. This is definitely this a passion is not, project. This is, yeah. This isn't a. <laughs> this isn't a make money for us. This is because we love the fans and we love everything that that's you guys do. Guys, thank you so much for coming Thanks on the show us. and uh, enjoy the rest of the con. Will do. Thank you, man. All right. I'm here with Ricky Blaylock, a freelance artist who has a m- many amazing pieces, and the collective wants to get to know him better. Ricky, uh, tell us a little bit about how you got started in drawing. My mother was an artist, and she was my first art teacher, and a friend of hers is a local artist here in town. She was my art teacher as well, and I've been drawing for as long as I can remember. Yeah. And I worked 20 years for an engineering firm doing drafting and pretty much retired from that and been doing this freelance. Wow. Uh, so do you have any artists that have inspired, inspired you over the years that, uh, you know, maybe have uh, inspiration within your work? Like, you, you know, you got maybe a form or something that others have drawn? Probably the biggest influences for me were Frank Frazetta, Bernie Wrightson, Norman Rockwell, Basil Gogos. Those four were the biggest. Nice. Uh, so, have you created any characters in your drawings over the years? No. None? You just you've no. stuck with the uh, ones that you have worked with? So, tell yeah. us a little bit about uh, you know who you've worked with and um, the drawings you've done for them. I've done some different things for different people around town, uh, some folks in Nashville, uh, done a lot of portrait work around here, uh, got some stuff that I've done that some of the celebrities have asked for that I've been able to give them digital copies so they can get prints made to sell. Uh, Eugene Clark from Land of the Dead, uh, Lou Temple from The Walking Dead, and some of the Rob Zombie movies. That's oh, cool. yeah. So. So you do a lot of commission work, uh, and uh, you're a part of the Monster Magazine now. Yes. Uh, how did you get on with them? Well, I've known Vance and David for years. David that wouldn't come down here. That's my, yeah. my first cousin. So, And we've all been going to his house pretty much at least once a month to watch scary movies Yeah, on the weekend. And I don't know if Vance told you about about four, about about three years ago, I had an idea. I said, "Well, why don't we make a magazine?" And Vance was like, at the time, oh, "That's a bad idea." <laughs> <laughs> and then we started kicking it around again. And the next thing you know, Vance yeah. decided to go ahead. We started doing it. So. Okay. Uh, well, 
walk us through the artistic process that you go through when drawing. Man, that that's hard to say. I mean, just, <laughs> do you have to get inspired before you start a drawing, or you, a lot of times you do, and then there are times where you just don't feel like doing it. And you've got to be in a certain mood to do it. Uh, a lot of times it's something I've seen, I've watched, you know, and I was like, well, I think I'm going to draw that. Yeah. So for years, uh, my mother and a friend of hers had me doing wildlife. Ducks and deer yeah. and stuff like that. And yeah. Well, my mom used to tell me, oh, you're not going to do anything drawing monsters. You don't need to be doing that. You need to be doing wildlife. So I've, my attic is full of animals and ducks and deer and everything you could think of that I couldn't sell. Yeah. Right. And she passed away about 10 years ago and I about for about two years just quit drawing altogether. Oh, yeah. And I just didn't feel like doing it because, you know, I, I didn't have anybody to take it to and show it to. Right. Yeah. You right. know, and so th- then The Walking Dead came on and we I started, me and my daughter started watching it and I decided one day, I said, well, I think I'm going to start drawing some stuff. So I drew a picture of Daryl Dixon and of course my daughter claimed it before I got done with his face <laughs> but when I got done with it people was like well hey I want to get a copy of that I want to get a copy of that so the next thing I knew that's all I was drawing was monsters yeah. and I can't keep them wow. man we're a big Universal Monster fan yes so, we are uh, what would you say is your favorite just based off you know what you've drawn and who you're working for Monster Magazine, who would you say your favorite Universal Monster is? Oh, the creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah, that's a very popular (laughs) one. I would have to say Frankenstein is mine. Like, I don't know. I just, you know, the whole concept of Frankenstein has just been with me. So, who who are some of your favorite uh, characters that you've drawn over the years? Well, of course, the creature from the Black Lagoon. Any Universal Monster. A lot of the Walking Dead stuff, but yeah. it, it, it doesn't sell like it used to. Yeah. So I'm kind of trying to phase that out. Well, let me ask you this. What's the most unique one that you've had to draw, either through commission or for someone? Is there anything unique that you can think of that stood out that you've drawn? kind of hard to yeah, think of. It's kind of hard to think because yeah. I've done a lot of stuff and I had to draw a half-naked lady fighting a Tyrannosaurus. <laughs> See, there you go. <laughs> That's, and then my wife, well, I didn't really have to. A guy suggested it, so yeah. I did it. And my wife is like, oh, oh that thing's terrible. You're not going to sell it. <laughs> and I wound up selling it. And yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. What do you think of that? <laughs> Was this a commission work? I'm curious of why no, it this wasn't, was needed. This, this guy suggested it, and, and he was like, well, you know, I might buy that. Of course, you know, you hear that all the time. Yeah. Right. And you do it, and, well, I was kind of hoping it would be a little bit bigger than what it is. Yeah. You know, or something like yeah. that. And he didn't want it, so I carried it around for a while, and then I decided I'm going to get some prints made. Okay. So okay. I, I sold the prints, and then this guy was like, do you have any more of this? I said, like, no, but I got the original. I said, you know, so I told him, I said, well, make me an offer on it. We'll see what we can do. So he made an offer, and yeah. I said, like, well, yeah, I'll take that. What is one piece that you're most proud of that you've drawn over the years? <laughs> I really like the creature from the Black Lagoon on that is issue yours. number two. Issue number two? Yeah, issue number two. Is that magazine. the one that's on our uh, vendor pass? That's the one that's on the vendor pass. Oh, awesome. Yeah, that's I amazing. I think that's my favorite creature. 
Uh, so yeah, your favorite monsters creature from the Black Lagoon. I think that's a very popular uh, Universal monster. Uh, do you have any other fandoms that you like other than? So you said you you know you like Walking Dead. You love Universal monsters, obviously. Yes. Is there another fandom out there that you like? Uh, zombies in general. Zombies. Uh, anything with George Romero. I've done a few things from his. I've got some from Land of the Dead, some from Day of the Dead yeah. down there. Uh, yeah, any any zombie thing. I'm, okay. So tell us, uh, tell our fans where they can uh, buy your work, or commission your work, or find anything uh, about you. Okay, I'm on Facebook and I'm on Twitter. Uh, try to get around to as many shows as I can. I did have a website, but. It cost more money than it was bringing in, so I took that down. So if you want anything, contact me through Facebook, uh, the Pencil Art of Ricky Blaylock on uh, Facebook and Twitter. Yeah. Uh, through Monster Magazine, you can probably pick up some stuff. That's pretty much it right now. Well, that's great. Ricky, thank you so much for joining us. All right. And again, uh, everybody, go on his Facebook, contact him, buy his work. Even just look at his gallery. He's got some amazing work. Uh, We're going to post a picture, if it's okay, of your vendor passes. This is the uh, number two uh, creature from the Black Lagoon. It's amazing. Uh, Yeah, just reach out, buy his work. Ricky, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Okay, we we got one more topic we want to talk about. We're going to close out the Columbia Comic Book and Toy Con. Uh, we've had some amazing yes. interviews with some it's amazing people. Con. It's been a great con. Yeah, it's awesome. Been uh, an awesome day. We've walked around, and uh, whoever bet on me not buying things, you totally lost. Loser. I totally bought. I won. I, I totally had the over. <laughs> however, I had Matt buying. I however I, I had the had the over because technically it was I did say two items, but I also said a comic book. Oh yeah, I didn't. I didn't, <laughs> didn't go, go to comic, the comic book. I didn't even did look at the something. Com- yeah, I I I came close to buying the origin to galactus come on it's only five dollars but you know I'm, I'm i'm good i'm good yeah. I, I got two still plenty of time I, yeah. still <laughs> the day's not <laughs> over we got yet. three four hours left <laughs> uh I, I i did get two star wars vin- uh vintage collection uh i got a the hoth set and the yak face so those were two that i've wanted and i got them at a good deal so i'm good uh i did not purchase anything no, I felt there was I almost spent like two hundred bucks. I almost spent two hundred yeah, bucks, but I walked away. It's still over there. It's I know it is. There. I know it is. Uh, one of those bags <laughs> you were looking at was gone. That kid yeah, got it. I saw. It. I'm not. That was Soundwave. Was what I was looking at. That G1 Soundwave. G1 Sound, and it had everything in it. Yep. And in the original and he also, box, and in the bags, he also had all of the cassettes. Oh my god. Dude. Just take a minute to just kind of also look at that situation where a kid walked up with a do- $100 bag of yeah. constructed cons and we'd be good to get a, like a 50 cent bin like bin item at some point. Well, he did say he's Thank out to collect every transformer yes, in existence. And we were we were both <laughs> like good and luck good to luck. you mom. And congratulations to him. He won uh, two both of our right. last drawings. He, he won so. two of our three drawings today. What are the odds of that? 3720 yeah. to 1. Uh, right you there. You never tell me the odds. I just <laughs> asked. <laughs> it's rhetorical. 
All right, so, uh, uh, Micah, you interviewed a couple cosplayers over from the Legion of Doom. They were really awesome. Shout out to Legion of Doom. Thank you for coming on to the show. You guys were great. Shadow King. And Daniel Powers. And Daniel, pa- Daniel Powers. Excuse me. Yep. Yeah, both uh, uh, amazing cosplayers. Yes. Uh, so I want to I want to talk with you guys about some cosplay. I can uh, talk just it all out day of, long. Just out of curiosity. Uh, how do you, how do all y'all feel about cosplay? I would love to get into cosplay. The barrier for me is spending because right yeah. now my passion project is this podcast, and we all know I have a I've spent and continue to spend quite a <laughs> bit of money on this podcast. But it I is, wish you guys could see the thing behind <laughs> us. It's, <laughs> a whole gym. it's a thing of beauty. Um, it's, it's, uh, but and this is my where my passion is now. I would do cosplay, and I look at cosplay, and I think it would be super fun. My wife, my wife is begging me to go cosplay with her, and uh, whenever she gets healthy again, um, we might look into it. But I have to, if we're going to do it, I'm going to have to get super creative and super thrifty, and I, I just don't know that I'm going to be able to spend some yeah. the, the level of money that some of these professional yeah. cosplayers spend. Because I mean, it can get expensive. Yeah, yeah. it can. Yeah, I would. I would come from uh, me. Would it wouldn't be so much wearing it, like, like actually being in the co- doing the cosplay. But I would love to be uh, be creative enough to create them. But I'm not talking about just the outfit stuff where you do like a mashup or something. Right. But I mean, create the full on get up where they light up like uh, all the. Um, I can't remember what the... I'll give you a good example of what I think you're talking about. I would love to be able to engineer um, a costume like those guys that invented those Transformer costumes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, oh, yeah. That, that, the that kids actually that actually... They're actually able to transform by standing up yeah. and then laying back down. And actually, when they transform, they, they actually roll, roll yes, they as roll. vehicles. And then yes. when they transform back up, they just stand up and they're robots. Yeah. Well, there's that. There's the guy with the fully functional Iron Man yeah. suit. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, his, yeah. if, this, if this comes up, the, the stuff comes out of his hands. It looks just... Looks the, cool. His backpack, the Hulk Buster, the Hulk Buster. That yeah, beast. I saw that. I saw live him. New York, yeah, at New York Comic Con. It blew me it, away. Man, that see so that cool. kind of elaborate setup. I'd love to be the person to try to build something like yeah, that yeah. for someone but to wear. Even in raw material, man. I guarantee. Oh, I can't imagine how much that Hulk Buster is going to be expensive. Oh. Yeah, or I, the Iron Man. Yeah, Whenever those, we went to Lexington. I am not a big cosplayer. Could never imagine myself doing it. I think it's cool to watch. Yeah. I think it's neat to see all the money people put into these costumes. Whenever we went to Lexicon, we saw a person as Groot, and it was as tall yes. as... I mean, it was huge. Yes. And I, I thought that was that. so neat. Yeah, like uh, he, added, he had the Groot... Outing on stilts, so yeah. he yes. could be tall. Oh, wow! Yeah, yeah he, he really, whoever that was, that went all out. I, I thought that was really neat. But I do like watching people yeah. cosplay. I think it's an interesting. I know, think cosplay is an art unto I itself. I, I mean, agree. that that yes. is true. Yes. I mean, the the time and it, people who can sew are yeah. amazing. I own a sewing machine, and I try to get into cosplay, and I can't sew to save my life. Yeah. I mean. It, 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 yeah, another, it's not working. Just another like, thing that it is an art form. Another <laughs> thing that really interests me, intrigues me, is the way that these people uh, look at cause, treat cosplay like they're acting in a role and stay in character. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, like mm-hmm. if you look, if you look at people who uh, 
participate uh, like compete at like San Diego yeah. yeah because they have a huge cash prize mm-hmm. huge. this is a living at bigger cons mm-hmm. this right. is a living for them so like they have to be in that role and I saw uh, a documentary about San Diego Comic-Con not too long ago and there was this group who was doing uh, was it the um, space video game I'm blanking um, <laughs> they just there, came there out with a many. new one Andromeda that uh, was the Mass Effect game. thank Mass you Effect. Mass Effect so they were all characters from Mass Effect and one was like this giant lizard dude and, the, and then you had the two main characters but they had to go into character so when they came out they got to say something or they had uh, background music that had lit where they could lit you know, sync whatever is okay. yeah, being yeah, yeah. Say, said from the video game. So okay. it's almost like a little, like, forty-five second show they got to put on oh, to wow. show out their thing. Interesting. So yeah, they have to have background music. They have to have like it's intro. a full-on production. Yes, yes but it's yeah. only for like forty-five seconds. But for forty-five seconds, you got to look like a million bucks. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. It's Some people, and that's another thing. That's respect for cosplayers that put their own time, money, and effort into what they're doing. Like the Legion of Doom, they built that stuff from the ground up. They're creating a community. Yes. I mean, that's yes. really interesting. Well, I mean, they're costumes. They're building, like, like uh, there's a guy over there who buys one piece at a time. So, like, he might have the top half, and then the bottom half is not it. And he goes, I'll get it, you know, or, you know, I'm making it right. or something. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, you know... There's like you know millionaires who can just buy the whole set or have it you know, yeah. and then they're just in it. But yeah. you know, people like you know the guy who did the Iron Man suit did that himself because he's an engineer I know. and stuff That's like so that. Cool. So he but can if, do stuff like. But that. But of course, now that guy is building those suits for anyone who oh, wants yeah. them. Right. But and he, he and he, it's uh, and you you send all your measurements to him and he builds it custom to you. But it's ten grand. That's it. That's it. Ten thousand dollars and a fully <laughs> functional moving helmet, all the stuff, the lights, wow. everything. I, I swear to up. God, I thought you were going to come at me with like one point two million dollars. Okay. I would be like, "Hey, that." If I it if, if it flew, I'd pay one point two well, million. Just <laughs> if you was truly, I, if they the flew, I don't think the military would allow us to yeah, have true. it. Right? They true. would be all. But over see, at it. that point, then it, it's also got to do the thing like it does in the movies. When I call for it, it snaps to my body, and then I just take off. <laughs> so. So going going back to how we feel about cosplay, I wish I had the confidence. Even if I was jacked and looked like Jason Momoa, right now, like I just don't feel confident enough to put on a costume and feel I can be that character. Yeah. You know, like I would yeah. just go around being like, maybe someone will see something is wrong, or maybe I'm too big for this, or maybe like, you know, there's fat Thor. Yes, I I really well, think I could totally pull off that Thor right now. Yeah. I'm good, you know, like. Uh, but yeah, your statue of limitations is up, bro. I'm good. Well, you know, I th- I really think you know I think any of us could do Fat Thor right now. <laughs> yeah, but even then, I would be really self conscious about what I'm doing. With See, that if you asked me that cosplay. question ten years ago, I would have said the same thing. But now I'm just at the yeah. point where I just don't care. I'm at the point now where it, you know what, you don't like it. Don't look at don't, don't look the, at it. You're the only one here that's done cosplay. Tell us a, a, a couple things in your cosplay. 
Um, I mean, I did it a long time ago, like Jedi cos. I yeah. was mainly Star Wars cosplay because that was just my genre. Now I've dressed up as a Jedi. Yeah, but I did it around other. Star Wars. Well, I mean, like that's what with Star your Wars. people. Yeah, yeah, that's what cosplay but, is to yeah. people. People, like he said, um, when I interviewed uh, Daniel before, he was saying, well, I mean, we've got a, a Lex Luthor, and uh, oh, look, over here we've got a Poison Ivy, and then over, I'm Deathstroke, and then over here we've got a, another DC villain, a Joker, or Harley Quinn. Why don't we form a league and, and become the Nashville League? I mean, it's a community. That's what cosplay is. And even when you go to these big cons, like if you go to New York, you go to Heroes Con, you you see them conjugate together and become a community, even if you don't know. It's kind of yeah. like when we go to Celebration, we conjugate to that one thing we want to do and we just celebrate it like it's no it's like a family yeah. right mm-hmm. like it's family yeah that that's what cosplay that's what any fandom is any fandom is the love of what you uh, of what you have for whatever's it's nerd. a passion it's a passion it's exactly. a passion and it you know it just depends on how you how you wave that flag so let's go around the table what fandom if you picked one fandom to cosplay in and be a part of that community what uh what fandom would that be? Uh, I'm guessing yours would just stay Star Wars. No, actually, no? I would rather branch out. I would, I would want the Iron Man suit, or the Captain America suit, <laughs> or you know something like. I would probably branch out to Marvel. I mean, I've done Star Wars. Okay, I've done Star Wars. It's fun. Um, it was you know adventurous, but I would probably more want to do. Marvel. Marvel. I, I want to be Iron Man. <laughs> I would say I would probably, since I haven't done it yet, I'd want to start with Star Wars. Um, just super, be, super easy. Well, <laughs> it's super easy, but it looks super cool. I mean, mm-hmm. you can put on. I mean, those Jedi robes and walk yeah. around with a really high end lightsaber mm-hmm. and. Yeah. Dude, I could just f- yes. feel the empowerment flowing through me right now. Yes, <laughs> um, feel the that's power flow inside. Um, <laughs> now, beyond that, um, I think I would want. I mean, going beyond that, and so it's taking a next step up in the evolution. <clears throat> I would probably want to step out and do something really elaborate, like. Um, either Hulk from a Marvel or like Hellboy. Yeah. Um, something I could see you some, as a Hellboy. Something like really elaborate like that. Like figuring out how to. I mean, I'd have to paint, you know, yeah. stuff and uh, put, figure out the horns and everything. And I wouldn't want to do. I wouldn't want just go to do, uh, you know, like a Hellboy mask and put it on. You know, it's got the rubber thing, you know, the rubber horns and stuff on it. I would really want to figure out how to manufacture something that looked really good. Like we did with Josh in high school. Yeah. Where would they cut the rubber, the horns out? What I would probably do is, like, go to, like, uh, what's that? Performance. Uh, performance Studios or, you know, some of these makeup places and um, see what they could do and, um, you know, maybe, like, get done up and then go to a cosplay yeah. beforehand so I don't know <laughs> that's uh, that's a hard question for me but I would I I'm gonna guess do it let me guess do it the lead singer of Slipknot already done that you already did it so uh, you move on. There. I actually at one point owned every mask from every person from Slipknot all of them um, I have since sold them all but and I actually owned for a small bit. I actually owned one of the jumpsuits, <laughs> but no, I, I would say I would actually be. It would be really cool to probably dabble into something like um, Game of Thrones, 
right. I, I would probably that. do you something could a, from. You could be a Samwise so, Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was thinking Wildling, man. Yeah, I was yeah, almost Wildling thinking Wildling. Awesome. Tormenspain. Yeah, yeah, I could probably do something from the Game of Thrones. Like, Goat's milk. Bravehearts, you know, of the world, something, okay. something of that nature. So something like a medieval, yes. like character. That's something I think I would could like I could dabble into as far yeah, as cosplay. You see me in a kilt. You see me in a kilt. So you can get something and go to the Renaissance Fair. Yeah, and be dry. The problem be is, is I wouldn't want to do it at the Renaissance Fair because it's during the summer and I sweat too much. <laughs> well, man, like have you seen some of my the elaborate off. costumes that Dude. are at the Renaissance? The Fair? sledgehammer guy, the the medieval. Yeah. Like, what what yeah. about the tree guy? That's oh, like God. the yeah, that, that has, has that whole get up. He's the leader of the fairies. Yes. Yeah. Oh God. The yeah, tree no. guy. That guy's got one of the most elaborate oh, costumes yes. I've ever seen. That is his suit's crazy. I if I cosplayed, I'd go as Eric Draven, the crow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. I love the crow. You know, I, like that's that's cool. I like that. Yeah. I could see you though as like a kingpin. Kingpin. Yeah, I can. Like you've got the the look that you could pull off like a kingpin. He keeps Penguin. picking fat characters. Uh, you see where he's going with <laughs> well, this? Well, no, uh, he's got the no. Look. He's got the Have look. you seen I'm, I'm this serious. Knights of the he Fat Table? A, okay, but we're in fantasy land. I'm definitely not picking a fat character <laughs> because you know I'm already self conscious enough about cosplay. I would. So you'll be I'm fat in bull. I'm in the world where I am jacked. Okay, and then I would do. Yeah, I would. Yeah, yeah. The crow would be. That's that's my fandom. I like the crow. Um, I can still see that though. Maybe something out of the Jaws movies, but the Crow would be the number one thing. Who would you pick out of Jaws? Like, which one would you would you be Jaws? Or yeah, would no, you be, be one of the characters? I'd have to be one of the characters. I'd probably go as Brody, just as the yeah. paranoid. He's <laughs> <laughs> always scared of something. We're gonna need a. I would say, yeah, I would say I'd go as Quint, the cool cop. Nice. Y'all, I can't pull that off. Y'all know that about me. That's the Quint's the I'll, the guy the the, the boat. one with the army jacket. Yeah, the, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'd be uh, I'd be Land Shark from Saturday Night Live. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Candy Graham for Blum Brian. Um. Hmm. Th- you've had five people to think I about. I know. It. Well, I'm, when you said medieval, I'm like, I could do that. And then I was thinking anime. Oh, all right. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Akira? No. Trigon. Bash the Stampede. Trigon, okay. okay. I know that one. That is the only other anime I know. Anime I know. It, but or what I know about them. RWBY Volume 3? I don't know that one, but it's really cool. As he reads it, right in front of as he reads it off a poster right now. So Trigun, yeah, or Gundam, Gundam style, like actually do in a big Gundam suit. Yeah, yeah, that would be kind of sweet. That would be sick, man. I would. I I tell you, I I got two, but this is if I'm a freaking engineer genius. I got two that I would want to do. One. Would be uh, uh, you got to help me out? Is the uh, the walking robot and RoboCop that ends up? Oh. Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking. The about. like T six thousand. Yeah, that you know ends up going around killing every yeah. everybody and yeah. everything like that. But I would be sitting in there, you know, <laughs> you know, moving the legs with my arms and everything, yeah, and then cool. and then having the what robot about, like, voice. Just a walker, like from Star Wars. That like an AT but yeah, ATST, like an AT-AT, yeah. yeah. Uh, the other one was the uh, the the body suits from Avatar. You oh, know that you yeah, know they yeah. sit in and then oh, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll get you your legs back. Yeah, <laughs> like you know it, what? Animal it would have to be something really elaborate, 
with a lot of flashy buttons. But you know, there was actually like some that. guy, some father actually did a really cool cosplay of that, where he built that suit around him and put his two-year-old child in the seat. And he was the robot moving around oh, from, from cool. Avatar, oh, cool. but his little baby was in a front carry case looking like he was moving the arms and stuff. <laughs> that's cool. That was awesome. That's cool. That's engineering right there. Yes, ingenuity at its best. All right, so I, I want five costumes. Five costumes, your top five that you want to own and have in your closet right now. Okay. Okay. okay, well, Jedi costume. Jedi. Is there a specific, or you just want a um, Obi Wan? No, Obi-Wan. I want my. I actually want my old costume. I used to own a Darth Revan. Uh, Darth Revan. I used to Revan. own that costume. That that's the costume I went to join the five hundred one with. Oh, nice. Um, I missed that costume. I looked hot in that costume. <laughs> uh, that one, uh, an Iron Man suit. Uh, five. Uh, like a Robin Hood type suit. Oh yeah, I nice. would want like Prince of Thieves though. Yeah, Prince of Thieves Robin. Hood. Yeah, not men in tights. Not men in tights. <laughs> um, you know, I'd like to do a Terminator. Oh, like an Arnold T two. Do you want to be the robot look, or do you want the leather jacket? Both. And, uh, I want the boat, like the one where he's got like pieces missing from his face. Yeah. So I'd want the half Terminator, half human. Um, and then I guess I would say. Probably Superman. A Superman. Superman I dig that. How about you, Jim? What are you? What's your top five? Uh, Hulk. Um, and Witch Hulk. <laughs> Ruffalo uh, Banner. Smash. Frigno. I'm, I'll go. I'll go Ruffalo, but um, I, I would go Smash, but not not uh, Professor Hulk. Mm, okay. Um, I would go Hulk. Um, I would go Obi Wan. I would go Cloud. Which is uh, Cloud Strife is from Final Fantasy Seven. Yeah, if I do, but, yeah, but, but, but when I do that, I would demand that Brian dress up like a chocoboo and I could ride him around. <laughs> <laughs> would you want the big buster sword by the thing, golden right? chocoboo? Yeah, you would need the golden chocoboo because you would that, go everywhere. Is that because he's given you crap for many years? About Absolutely, chuck-a-boo? and he's going to ride me around. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ride around. Uh, Brad him golden That image is Brian the golden chocoboo. That image is. Oh God. All right. Um, Two more. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Spidey is my boy. Uh, It would have to be uh, 69 uh, 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 cartoon um, um, Civil War Spider-Man. Because that's where they got the inspiration for that. Um, And then I would say... uh, Batman. Batman. Yeah, I'd have Which to go Batman. Batman. I have Batman. Do you want Nips Batman? <laughs> butt cheeks Batman. Butt cheeks Batman. Batman. I'm not going Clooney. Or, or do you want Batfleck? I want. That's hey, Matt's favorite he's... Batman. Hey, but that's. I'm a, sorry. That Shut up. I gotta Bat, always go to Matt. Hey, Batfleck Bat, sucks. Batflick aside, that is one of the best Batman I, costumes. Okay, on movies. so Dark Knight. Good choice. Dark Knight. No, I don't like those. I, I love like, them. I like Dark. Knight. It looks like he's wearing hockey pads I with like a the Batman Keaton suit on. I, I like love the them. One. I love the yeah, Dark the Knight. Keaton, Keaton one's, one's iconic. Yeah. I know it's awesome. <laughs> the Dark Knight ones just look like he's wearing hockey pads, and I love them. <laughs> and then he I love even it. jokes about it in Dark Knight, mm-hmm. like 
I'm not wearing hockey pads. I'm like, look like it. You look like it. You're wearing look like you're ready to Whatever take you off. say, Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> it's Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne Gretzky. Gretzky. <laughs> How about you, Brian? Well, the first two right off the bat, due to the mechanics and awesomeness they are, I would have to go with Iron Man and Iron Spider. Okay. Because yeah, I, I, But I want that suit to have the things coming yeah, out of the back. Out. Yeah. Um, so I want the full effect of that. I would want um, Captain America, um, the full costume uh, with, co- with with Mjolnir. With Mjolnir, and I yes, oh, okay. having Mjolnir and the shield. Um, but the shield alert. has to come back to you after you throw it. Absolutely, <laughs> it has to come back to me. I think um, physics. I think you can order this from Australia. Uh, weirdly enough, as useless as he may seem in most places, I'd actually like to have Falcon. Uh, because his his wings look awesome. I stick with mechanics a lot <laughs> in this. Uh, and You're spending a lot of money. Yeah. This, this is true. This is true. Um, We're in fantasy land. I know. A lot of I, money. Know. <laughs> I know. Hmm. What would be another one? one more. Winter Soldier? Okay. Yeah, okay. I do the Winter Soldier. So you're, you got so a, you're an Avenger. All, I am. <laughs> I am an Avenger. You got all Marvel. Yes. So... This is, but this is for owning. You sp- you spoke of something that would sit on something that I would own. This not this wasn't like wearing things out into cosplay. I'm assuming. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's costumes. costumes. You don't want them. Yeah. I'm not going to fit closet. in those things. <laughs> but we're it's in a fantasy, fantasy land. Yeah, but yes, I would own, those. I would like to have. All I would right. still. I've been sitting here thinking of that. Adam West Batman. Oh, yeah. I love old school. One hundred percent gray Adam West. Please yeah. tell me. Please tell Adam me. Adam Wee. What was the dance he did? The uh, Batu. <laughs> Please <laughs> tell me you would do the Batu. I would totally do it if I could fit in that costume. Um, I would go with the crow, of course. Um, you know what? Stallone, Judge Dredd. I think that. Oh, I think that nice. costume is so. I changed awesome. from Terminator to Judge Dredd. Um, no, can't do it. He's already claimed. <laughs> You're locked in. When this comes back around, I've got a only, couple honorable honorable mentions. Only the Stallone one. Yeah, not I, the car. I couldn't yeah. stand the 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 last one. The no, last no, one. no. I, could, I didn't like those. Um, nah. You got to go Iron Man, just because I like Robert Downey yeah. Jr. And plus, the suit is just awesome. It's and so cool. the last one. All right, I'm gonna go Star Wars. I'm gonna go Han Solo. I think it's cool. <laughs> I but love his Han Solo. Original. Yeah, his original. Outfit. Yeah, his original. So I. That's my. Yeah. How about you, man? Let's see. The first one would be a stormtrooper from the classic. original original, original He's on the droids you're looking for. Right. With a really good blast take rifle. Um, Hulkbuster. Oh, that'd nice. be awesome. Good choice. Expensive. Yeah. Fantasyland. Oh, hey, I know what I'm saying. I love it. I love it. Get more expensive. Uh, <laughs> this is Fantasyland. <laughs> That's a black uh, card. <laughs> yes, yeah. Let's see. Uh, really good link from Legend of Zelda. Like a yeah. Oh, oh you got me with that one, Not, not the green. No, like yeah. The, yeah, yeah. Like the leather. Yeah. yeah. Like a really yeah. good one. That's a good one. Um, let's see. Hmm. A good Batman suit. Yeah. Yeah. Which right. one? Which, which, which one do you think is good? Well, I meant like a really good... Like, no, which here. like which like, version? version? Like 60s, uh, Keaton. Keaton. I Keaton. think I'd really like a really good movie. He's lying. He wants Clooney. <laughs> <laughs> nobody yes. wants the Clooney. No, one. nobody ever wants Somebody Clooney. told me that George Clooney played Batman. I didn't believe him. <laughs> I know, right? Let's That's see. awful. 
I, I don't acknowledge the Clooney. Uh, yeah, I, don't, I don't neither, acknowledge the Batfleck. Neither does Clooney. He apologizes <laughs> in every interview. And then uh, I think I'd like to get a Mal from uh, Firefly. Oh, really cool. wow. Nice. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I, I dig that, man. All right, Matt, what's yours? All right, so I got a very unique one as my number one. Okay. It's a Batman suit, but it's the Jim Lee uh, sketched Batman. Oh, okay. So it's white and pencil. So, okay. like, it would be mostly white, but it would look like he penciled me out. Because they came out with a, uh, a Jim sketch Lee sketch, uh, sketch variant, but it's also they also got a sketch uh, statue. Mm. I've been in love with that thing ever since it came out. I'm like, man, that would be a very unique and awesome costume. Uh, I would want to be Dash Rendar from Shadows of the Empire. Yeah, I knew that you were going to pick that. That that has been like one of my all-time have to. I think you still could do it. Uh, I want a I want a Ghostbusters costume, but I want one of those two thousand dollar proton packs that oh. they custom make see, and I make all Brian the noises. Was pick Ghostbusters. I thought Brian. Well, see, it's Fantasyland, and I might actually end up doing that. So we'll put <laughs> yeah. Knows? Well, see, two thousand dollars for a decent proton pack. Like I got one of those uh, those ones from San Diego Comic. They they are like a hundred dollars. I got one of those, but it's just sitting in my thing. But yeah. it's got the front looks amazing, but it's not full and big, just like one of the originals. Um, uh, a Boba Fett costume that would be one. The Fett man. Or you know, if I didn't pick Boba Fett, I would love to create my own Mandalorian. That you would know, be. My, I think that would be. Better. That would be awesome. Yeah. You know, pick out pieces that I think mm-hmm. would be what I would have for my Mandalorian and my own colors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. I. How many is that? Is that four? That's four, I believe. And then I would pick uh, the Russian outfits from Spies Like Us. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> the giant, the big coats. giant furry yeah. outfits they wear. Because then I would go around and people would be like... Are you going to put the lights on your head, too? Yeah, with yes. the lights. And then people would go around and be like, what are, are you, you wearing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? Yeah. <laughs> I, got, I got a couple of honorable mentions. I would do um, a couple of that I would like to add. They wouldn't be top five, but I would like to add them. Would be Von Doom, uh, Victor Von Doom. Yeah, that would yeah, be a cool one. And uh, Sub-Zero from Mortal Kombat. Oh, I used to play I, a ton of Mortal Kombat, and I would yeah. so love to be the ninjas. I, I love the ninjas, but Sub Zero was my favorite. What is the green version of Sub Zero? Reptile. Reptile. I like him. Spitting acid. Reptile. Yeah. What was the uh, purple off. rain? Uh, purple yes. rain. Yeah. Purple <laughs> rain. I, 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 I yes, believe it was did. rain. Yeah. Yeah. Fatality. Fatality. So, Friendshipality. So let me ask you this: When you see cosplay, what do you look for to be impressed? Detail. What do you mean by that? You need. Yeah, well, I look at the costume. Yeah, I look well, at yeah. the costume and the character. How, because how I want to see how much time they put mm-hmm. into it. Because if they put a lot of time, even it might not look as good. That's true. But I mean, if you can tell that there was some heart there, I was to say as long as that's good, I could tell that they did just to you know t- took a. Uh, I don't know a hoodie and right. drew webs on it, and or that was it. That just like bought it straight yeah, out, yeah. bought it straight out. Like, yeah. I don't know if we mentioned it or not, but you know what kind of other cosplay I really like is family cosplay. Oh yes, where, like, yeah. where they all yeah. do it. Like yeah. they're like you know. We I, we we talked about doing Wreck It Ralph. 
Nice. I, I tell you, yes, please do that. I tell you one of the most creative I've saw, and it was uh, Martha and Thomas Wayne, but they were dead on the ground, and the sun oh, yeah. going. Oh <laughs> but they, man! But they would run over. That's to, brutal. They would run over to random places. They would lay down and then just do the scene. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that might seem sad, That's but hey, sad that is the, probably the most important part of yeah. Bruce Wayne's life. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, nobody th- thinks to do that kind of stuff. Uh, so, anything about cosplay that we haven't got to? No, I think no. we I think we covered it. All right. Well, we have reached the end of this amazing con, the Columbia Comic Book and Toy Convention. Uh, we uh, we cannot wait to come back next year. We hope this grows as we grow. Um, we want to thank everyone who interviewed with us. Uh, I got the list: Amanda, Rachel, uh, Vance, Capley. David, uh, but Dave Good, yes. who joined with David him. Good, uh, Ricky Blaylock, uh, the David lady Potts, oh, um, lady with the book of Nosferatu, yeah, I can't, Mandy, I can't remember, Mandy I can't and remember her name. Uh, Adam Buttry, Daniel Powers, uh, LD Shadow Valencia, King. Shadow King. We want to thank every one of y'all for being a part of our podcast and helping us grow. Uh, again, we're at the Columbia uh, Comic Book Con and uh, Toy Convention. Um, we will be at ICC. Uh, in yes, we ICCC. And we're going to have some, Hi. Yes, yes, yes. yes we're yes. going to have some really good giveaways at ICC, guys. You're going to mm-hmm. want to be at ICC. There's going to be some really good stuff. Yes, there is. Yes. Thank you all again for being a part of our contest and con- uh, contests. Everyone who came out. Uh, we had uh, some very gracious winner. We had a lot of participants. Uh, Jim, you want to take us out? Yeah, man. Um, that's going to do it for this episode. So uh, we want to thank you all for joining us and listening in. It's been a fantastic day at this convention. Uh, we definitely want to thank David Potts for inviting yes, us out and let us, yes. letting us be a part of this. Uh, please uh, uh, look up Columbia Comic Book and uh, Toy Convention um, and follow it on Facebook. And look up um, also Big Cheese Comics and Comic Book Emporium. Um, and give the uh, organizers of this event some support and uh, check them out. I'm not sure where you're listening to us today, but we are available on all the uh, popular podcast sources. We're available on uh, Spotify, Google Play, and obviously Apple Podcasts. Um, you can check us out on social media using the handle at Nerdly Eclectic. Uh, that'll get you up to our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram accounts, and that'll be a great source for uh, uh, following our show and uh, following what we're doing. You can also check out our entire archive at theeclecticcollective.com. That's the Eclectic Collective. Collective. Easy enough for me to say. Words. It's uh, the end of the day. Man. I know. It's been a long day. It's been a great con, though. It's been a great con. It's been awesome. Uh, but that'll, that's where our website, you'll get all of our, our entire archive of uh, shows. Um, and so thank you all uh, for going along on this ride. We have a lot of convention shows coming up that we're scheduling some uh, yet to be announced. And uh, we hope you follow along on the ride. But until next time, stay eclectic, everybody. Stay eclectic. Stay eclectic. Stay eclectic.